It all began in this little shop. Ow! Damn roses! Where, strange as it seems, something extraordinary happens. I'm afraid it isn't feeling very well today. No, it's not this one. What kind of a weird does that seem? Little Shop of Horrors, a story about a boy. I've given you sunlight. I've given you rain. Looks like you're not happy. Unless I open a vein. Where did you get such a weird plant? A girl. You don't make a nice voice when you live on Skid Row, Mr. Mushnick. See, now this is my date, my boyfriend. A florist. I'm telling you, Audrey, he's not a good, clean kind of boy. He's a professional. You'll be a You have a talent for causing pain. Hey! Stop me a People will pay you to be I've been saving all month for this. I think I need a root canal. I'm sure I need a long, slow root canal. Feed me Seymour. And a plant. Feed me all night long. How am I supposed to keep on feeding you? Whoa! Catch me now! I'm just a mean green mother from outer space and I'm gay. I'm just a mean green mother from outer space and it looks like you've been hanged. Yes! Rick Moranis. Man's a total disgrace to the dental profession. Ellen Green. Excuse me. Excuse me what? That's better. Vincent Gardenia, with special guest appearances by Steve Martin, John Candy, and Bill Murray. It's your professionalism that I respect. Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, hey, uh, the monster at the end of this book is Frank Oz. He's been fucking me this whole time. I, I'm eight. <laughs> Call his tail, he roars. You see, that ain't fair. You see, that ain't nice. Know what I say of yours? Yeah! Watch me now. I'm just a mean green mother from outer space, and I'm bad. I'm just a mean green mother, a real disgrace, and you got me fighting mad. I'm just a mean green mother. That means the podcast is working. Oh, finally. Uh, the podcast machine wouldn't start. I had to slap it on the side a couple of times, you know. <laughs> had up, yeah. Open up, pull out the cartridge. <laughs> had, had to pop the clutch. <laughs> <laughs> we had to roll down a hill and drop the clutch. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Hey, this is Left in Our Childhood. Hey, welcome. What's going on? I am Alex Carter. I am Tom McGrain. We're back. We're back. Uh, we Just took in time. We uh, we took it easy on ourselves this week, in some ways, maybe not on you guys, but on ourselves. Yeah, after the Bill and Ted's debacle. <laughs> oh man, Bill and Ted's uh, bogus journey debacle. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a debacle. No, People thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, did you? No. Did I? I yes. enjoyed podcasting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not. Enjoy that particular yeah. film. Have you watched the third one yet? No. Uh, I enjoyed that. But if you thought the second one was forced, ooh, baby, you're going to 
Actually, you might like the you might just accept the third one for what it is. Also, it's got such a nice message that it's uh, I would it's hard to dislike. I'm going to watch it because I feel like I have to. Yeah. And we'll uh, we'll I'll report back on. We it. should definitely. I think uh, our next live podcast. I guess there's no way of knowing when that will be, so maybe <laughs> right. I shouldn't say that. But uh, that would be a good one for us to do. That is true. Yeah, we can save that. We can save that in our back pocket for when the world opens back up. If and when that ever happens, we don't know. Mm-mm. Because as of right now, it is the end of September 2020. And uh, we don't yet know the fate of the world. Things are rough. Things are not great. No. In so many different ways. Things are stressful. And man, oh man, did I enjoy a break from mainlining terrible news all day. To watching, watching this movie. Little Shop of Horrors is the little kick I needed. Yep, we've been threatening to do this movie for years. Been quoting it for years, singing about it for years. Yep. We decided, you know, it's almost Halloween season is just starting to come upon us, so why not start with a scary movie? Well, Alex said, let's do a scary movie for the start of fall. Yep. And I was like, well, this movie isn't, it's a technically scary is that am I using the right words? I don't know. But it's uh it's a horror movie set to music yeah. that we both fucking love. And we all we both is know that our, we love it already. It's true. Is this our <laughs> first full blown musical that we've done? Yes. Right? We haven't done any musicals, no, have we? We would know. Short circuit? Was that a musical? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Number five is alive. <laughs> right? <laughs> It should make that probably. It'd be better it than the OG. Mannequin. Mannequin could be a. Mannequin was a lot mannequin of montages. Could be <laughs> yeah. a musical. I'm guarantee mannequin. Weekend is at a Bernie's musical. could be a musical. Number Bernie's not alive. That wasn't quite as good as I hoped, but. So it'd be um, done based on your voice. It'd be done by uh, uh, number five. Sticks. <laughs> yes, yes. Ario Speedwagon, take your pick. Yeah. Yeah. All right, podcast over. Podcast over. <laughs> That's it. Um, See you next week. Uh, yeah, if you guys don't appreciate me singing on podcasts, you should probably tune yeah, out. Yeah, this is our first musical, so. <laughs> yeah. Also, I know we like to sing. We like to carry a few tunes during the podcast, but we might. This is uh, this is an affair as far as our podcast uh, our podcast choices go. This one is one that we both knew that we loved going in. I we, mean, I had not seen it all the way through in quite some time. I've seen pieces of it on go. cable over the last few few years, but I haven't sat down and watched it in a long time. So I thought maybe, maybe it I wouldn't hold up. I don't remember everything. I don't think so. Maybe it not, it won't hold up. But I knew it held I up. Mean. There was a period of time. Yeah, I talk about another having go to drunk movies. Yeah. yeah, this was it for a while. Really, and then I would bring girls back to my house and sing them songs like a like a plant. And uh, they loved it. Then they'd be like, okay, I'm leaving. And I'd be like, thank <laughs> God I can watch the rest of this movie alone. <laughs> so yeah. it didn't work out. Oh, it did. They loved it. Levi Stubbs, member of the Four Tops, yep. uh, is the voice of the plant. Rick Moranis, Seymour Krelborn, is the main character. The first, well, no, that's not true. We already watched uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I say the first, yep. not the 
the first uh, and Ghostbusters too. Right, but I say starring, but yes, he had already. Yep. Although this was probably his first starring movie, right? This is a uh, number one. Well, he was number one build in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, but that that didn't came come out, out after this. this. I'm yeah. talking yeah. for his yes. chronology. Yeah, uh, Strange Brew. Oh. <laughs> Which we also did, oh, but How could I forget? He's also, this means we got four Moranis movies in. Four Moranis. Four Moranis. Four Moranis. I would vote for Moranis. He was my all-time favorite growing up. All of his movies were my favorite movies. I know. I, I mean, he was, is there a present day equivalent to a Rick Moranis? Uh, I don't know. We were talking about. As right before we started this, that we're surprised they haven't remade it. Right. Who would star? And I said, Michael Sarah. Hmm? I don't not see him bad. pulling off the singing. And I think you'd be surprised. He's not as charming. He's just a dork. Yeah. Rick Moranis is very charming. He is very charming. He's a nerd, not a dork, and he's charming. That's so true. who's a charming nerd? In mm. 2020 America. A charming nerd. Has Justin to be Bulver? relatively young. Yeah, I would watch <laughs> I would watch Justin Bulver's Little Shop of Horrors. Um, That's a Des Moines comedy inside joke. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I should have thought Bulver. about this more before we got to this because Who else? Uh, Who's the let's see, not the young Sheldon. Not not Sheldon, not uh Adult Sheldon? No. You don't, Jim? Jim Parsons. Jim Parsons, thank you. No, he's not as likable. Or also, charming. he's like almost He's unlikable now. and annoying. He's like 48. Yeah. You would never guess that, but he's relatively old to be playing this young in love so character. Who's a charming nerd in today's age? Uh, the kid from Fury? I don't fucking know. Whatever. What's that kid's name? Uh, no idea. It would be a kid from a teen movie. From like five years ago that we don't think of as an adult, right? It's not in a, a movie we didn't care basically. about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zach Efron, he'd be a great Seymour. <laughs> yeah, because he's such a nerd. Yeah, uh, I really don't know. Send in your suggestions, I guess. Yeah, send it to our PO box. Send a self-addressed stamped envelope to Left Ruin Our Childhood, Box Three Hundred Four. Hollywood, California. Yes. Nine oh two one four. Hashtag suddenly see more. Um yeah. Um boy, there were things I was gonna talk about. There's a lot of interesting stuff about this movie. It took a it came re- out in nineteen eighty six. Took a really long time to make. You were not born when this came out. Yes, I was. I was five. Oh, you were, you were <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I was a child. I was four. I was forty. My I mom loved it. <laughs> my I mom loved 10. it, and that was part of my uh, love for it. Or we rented it, mm. and my mom loved it because I loved it, which still happens to this day. Sometimes, if I watch a movie with my mom, that makes sense. She'd be like, "I didn't like that, but you liked it so much that I like it." Right. You pulled like, me into yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that my mom does love musicals. And this is a good one. Not a bad song in the mix. Uh, 100% agree. This is this is maybe my favorite musical. I wouldn't. I would say this. Uh, I love musicals. Movie musical. What other 
Jesus Christ Superstar. I, oh, I love please. the music. That's I love the sucks. music, dude. It no, no, sucks. No, no. incorrect. All right, we're not gonna get. We're not. We're not gonna do this again. Yeah, incorrect. But that's fine. And also, <laughs> it's a matter of opinion. I obviously, know. I know. It's not a matter of whether or not Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey is a good fucking movie. <laughs> it's just a matter of opinion. <laughs> yes. Some opinions are yeah. correct. I get that. I, I, I'll let you stand by that. Um, uh, directed by Frank Oz, or as you know him, Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. Grover. Yoda. Fozzie. Yoda. Yep. Pretty fucking weird. What other? Uh, what were his other big movies he directed? He just directed. He directed like one with uh, a lot. I feel Steve like. Martin. I think he. It was a House Sitter, maybe with the Goldie Hawn. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I wish I had looked it up, but he directed several movies. All right, let's see. The first movie he directed like, hey. was The Dark Crystal. Holy fucking shit. Right. I thought Jim Henson directed 82. that. No, it was he Frank directed Raz. it. All right. uh, he directed The Muppets Take Manhattan. Okay, that makes sense. And then Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, so this is this big non-puppet. It's quite a jump. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, it is, well, non-puppet is absolutely incorrect. Incorrect. Yeah. Sorry, I, you're, you are right. The most amazing puppet to uh, ever exist. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Ah, yes. What about Bob? What about Bob? Oh, my. We got to watch that. That movie. is one we got to do. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a minute. That's a fucking amazing movie. It is. Another Bill Murray. Yep. Uh, then House Sitter. House Sitter. Goldie Hawn okay. and Steve Martin. Yep. I got one. Uh, the Indian in the Cupboard. What? Yep. Another not puppet, but effects driven. Yes, effects driven yep. movie. Uh, In and Out. In and Out. Uh, Kevin Klein. Oh, gay and not gay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Playing two. Yeah. That was a, yep. that was yeah, kind yep. of a gimmick movie. It was not that. Yes. Timely. Uh, uh, yes, in the t- of the time. Yeah. Uh, Bowfinger. Frank Oz directed Bowfinger. Yep. God damn. Prolific in a lot of decent movies. Very strange. That's he, amazing. He did a movie called The Score in 2001. The Score with Marlon Brando and Edward Norton. <laughs> yes. I did know that. I wish I would have brought Good it up. Good job. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and De Niro is in that too. Uh, then he d- directed The Stepford Wives in 2004. Oh, terrible. That is not a good movie. I don't know. I did see it. I think I saw Nicole that Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Yeah. Or is it Nicole Kidman? Yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Death at a Funeral, 2007. The remake, the American remake. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then some TV stuff. That's it for directing. That's Still pretty, pretty amazing. What list. a weird, uh, interesting. The score. It's a fucking heist movie. Yeah, it's like thieves. that was not well received no. at all, and it was big fat Marlon Brando. Where it was like we got to put. We got to put his lines on his wrist so he knows what to say. Right. Although apparently during The Godfather, they were putting lines on billboards across the street. <laughs> the Godfather sucks, by the way. Heads up. You've been saying that from the director of Jack since, since yeah. day one, yeah. since episode one yeah. of this podcast. You have proclaimed yeah, yeah. that. So here we are. You're still. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, it came up. It didn't, but. But yeah, imagine if if Scorsese would have directed this movie. 
Because he was the first one. They're Scorsese like, yeah. was supposed to direct it and be produced by Steven Spielberg. I we know. just discussed this. I know. That is fucking nuts. I mean. What kind of movie would it be if Scorsese directed it? Just and pl- Spielberg produced it. Dude. Number one, has there ever been, there's, there's the probably never been another, another pairing of Spielberg and Scorsese in a movie. Have you ever heard their names together so. as producer, director no. in a movie? So Little Shop of Horrors was supposed to be a Spielberg-produced, Martin Scorsese-directed movie. That is crazy. That is beyond crazy. There would be a brooding Seymour, a just sadistic plant. Mr. Mishnick would have been- And Mr. Mushnick- Mushnick would have been all coked out of his gore. Oh, and also Seymour would have had serious daddy issues with Mushnick. It would have been like- Yes. Oh, yeah. Non-approving. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Problematic, a straight up steel Spielberg uh, trope. Yeah, being like, oh, the fam, dad's gonna leave, I guess, because he found this alien. <laughs> Audrey would have been like a heroin addict. <laughs> yes. Sharon Stone from Casino. Yeah. Oh, Audrey got a hot dose. That would have been a different movie. Uh, for real. But they gave it to Miss Piggy to direct. Yep. So Miss Piggy pulled it off. Oh, Kermy, Kermy. <laughs> all right should we begin well, i think we're pretty warm we, we are uh okay so uh can i ask when before we get into it do you remember the first time you saw this movie it would have been after uh i believe my family owned a vcr we weren't just renting vcr <laughs> you finally although you finally went all in it's highly possible <laughs> that we were still renting vcrs and the first time i saw this i was obsessed and i was and i look back at it now and i was like this makes perfect sense because the puppetry the plant in this movie would have been all it took for me yeah like it didn't even matter if the songs <clears throat> were good or not if i was watching this i would have been like well i'm amazed right I was obsessed with stop motion animation, which there is very little of in this movie, because it's almost all live action practical effects. Right. Crazy. The yeah. effects in this movie are pants shittingly good. To I this shit my day. pants four times yeah. when I watched it. I know. Today. I could smell it. <laughs> you should have changed pants before you got here. No, probably. I couldn't. I I ran right. I ran all the way over <laughs> yeah. here after the Let's fourth do time. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think I did not I don't think I saw this in the theater. I think this was a rental or on HBO the first time I saw it. Yeah. But I was also like, This is amazing. I w- it was at a time where it didn't even occur to me to think about stuff like that the first time I saw it. Right. But when something like that is so good, it doesn't even occur to you, even when you're eight or whatever, how nine, however old I was the first time I saw this. Right. Uh it just resonated. It resonated with a lot of people. This movie d- did very well. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the top movies of 86. No, so, it didn't. It actually, I thought it was 87. No, it came out in 86 and it did not do well. It, it cost, they, it, it, it was the largest budget of a Warner Warner's, Warner Brothers movie ever when it came oh. out. $25 million. It made 39 So I bet that Batman was It became was a next. huge hit on yes. video. Ah. It was one of those first huge yep, video yep, movies yep but it did not like they had obviously huge expectations and it made like 19 or 20 million wah, wah. over the budget though over the budget you mean like that they yeah, profited sorry. that much profited dude in 87 you weren't hurting if your movie did that 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Now, if your movie costs a hundred mil and it doesn't make a bill, they're like, "Whoops!" Hey, we paid a mill. Yeah. Where's our bill? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, not cool. No. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Do we have any social things to speak of? <laughs> social things? <laughs> yeah. Or we don't have to. That's for. Well, oh, this. So the history. I mean the the. I mean, the history of the story is that it was a Roger Corman movie. That he made in two days. In 1960. With two weeks of prep. Someone bet him he couldn't make a movie in two days, and he said, I'll take that bet. And then he made Little Shop of Horrors in 1960, which he didn't bother. It it was so, like, quickly done. I think it made a little bit of money or whatever, and that was it. And he didn't even bother um, trademarking it. So it's it's, it's, uh, open domain. You can watch That's it how on, they got to make a musical about it. Yeah, you also. can watch it on YouTube. Right now you can watch the original. Jack Nicholson plays the the role that Bill Murray has. The masochistic uh dental patient. And I watched a little bit of it a bit of it today. Yeah. And just to see like how I mean just to see it, you know. And the so uh uh the plan Audrey too is all is like a pod. It's similar, but it's always just like straight up and down yep. like Pac-Man. It's very funny. It is hilarious, and there's all like stringy things hanging Lots everywhere, of string, yeah, like and hay, like fluffy like, kind of thing, like hay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that movie, I will say though, because I loved this movie so much, my parents let me watch the original, made in two days, OG Roger Corman, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, and it scared the living shit out of me. Yeah, because after the plant ate someone, it would show up in a flower. It, that would blossom, and then their face would be in the flower, and it was a very similar feeling to me of the original fly. Oh, the yeah. end of the original fly scared the living shit out of me too, and I think <laughs> right. I talked about this years ago on the podcast, where that little creature with the amazing 1950s special <laughs> oh, effects yeah. going, help me, help me. Yeah, I couldn't hang. I was like, <laughs> I'm out. That is. Too much for me. <laughs> Overload. Like it gave a face to death. And that's what I felt like about Little Shop of Horrors, <laughs> the original one, too. Funny. I didn't see that part when I was looking at it. But. <clears throat> yep. Um, so, anyway, so yeah, so it was a 1960 movie that Roger Corman made on a bet. And then it became, since it was public domain, it was picked up as a off Broadway musical. Originally off, off Broadway. Yeah. Like it was. But it got so popular yep. that uh, they eventually made it to Broadway, it won Broadway. a bunch of international awards, and Ellen Green, who plays Audrey in this, came straight from the play. It's her first movie. Yeah. So Pretty she, amazing. Because we were talking we about Spielberg and uh, that other Scorsese. guy. <laughs> Scorsese. And originally, they wanted Barbara Streisand to play uh, Audrey. Mm-hmm. And she apparently wasn't interested, and they were like, "Well," and Ellen, they try to give Ellen it. A, they try to give it to Cindy anyway. Lauper. Oh yeah, you, yeah, and she wasn't available because of touring yeah. and shit like that. So, well, this movie was apparently damn near a two-year commitment, which is kind of fucking crazy to think about. Yeah, for a movie, usually it's like six months. Yeah, or, it took forever so. to make, apparently. But with all that, I mean, fifty puppeteers every time you got to use the big puppet at the end <laughs> is nuts, right? Probably increases the length of filming. 
You know what? Before we get into it, I'm going to inhale. All right. We Hold haven't on. begun. Let's get good and centered so we can get into yeah. the actual plot of the movie. Okay. Yes. Let's inhale right. and think about it. And exhale. Oh, hello. All right. We haven't even got into it yet. Let's have a focus for one sec. Yeah. Now we're good. Uh, movie begins. Here. I'll Little read, Shop of Horrors. I'll read the uh, opening bit. It has an opening crawl like Star Wars. Which is neat. Meant to mimic Star Wars. With stars behind it and everything. Yeah. But even cooler effects with like galaxies and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, opening crawl. Am I do the voice? Do sure. it. On the 23rd day of the month of September, in an early year of a decade not too long before our own, the human race suddenly encountered a deadly threat to its very existence. And this terrifying enemy surfaced, as such enemies often do, in the seemingly most innocent and unlikely of places. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Great intro. Looking on this fucking starry galaxy... Uh, and then what happens? A fucking bottle of booze drops into it, and it's this murky puddle where you're like, "Wait, was that was that really what that was the whole time?" And I don't think the whole time it was, but it, it is a seamless great effect. Great shot, dude! It's oh. so fucking good. Kabako, right out the right out the gate, fucking seamless. And then we get into it with the chiffons singing "Little Shop of Wars. And these three gals are great, amazing. Yep, they they are, carry the whole movie. They're the in many the, ways the Greek chorus of yes. the film, which is a classical like play drama yes. thing where you have a lot three more singers basically at, serving as yes. narrators yes. to help kind of stitch everything together. So, and two of them were in Martin. Yeah, I never realized that until I saw this on TV like a year or two ago. One was fucking Tina. Gina? Gina. Tina. Damn, Tina. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. Damn, Tina. Damn, and Tina. And her best friend that hated Martin. Pam. <laughs> yes. I used to love Martin. Oh, man. Yeah, Weird. so Pam and Gina are two of the triplets that are singing. Not how, did, uh, how did the third one, who is arguably the Trio. best singer of the three, not end up on Martin? Or did she at some point? I'd be curious to know. I feel like she must have. Like they would, like at how some could point, they not? They would have had to have stunt casted her on there, or maybe know? they didn't get along or something. But like, yeah, maybe she was like a bitch. Because and like that's enough. This of This movie begins. Little Shop of Horrors. Paper. Uh, uh, that opening singer, the home. Well, not homeless lady. The lady, the the bigger lady walking to her home. Yeah. Uh, the woman singing is actually the third chiffon. Is actually the bigger of the three chiffons. Okay. They dub her voice onto that ah, woman. Gotcha. Which is funny because she's also in the scene. Hmm. Sing it, child. All right. We'll Lots get, of singing. We'll get there soon enough. It's right at the beginning. Oh. Uh, that fucking puddle effect, though, is amazing. And it kind of sets you up for the whole movie where you're like, how impressive is this really going to be? I would say it's as impressive as Star Wars. It's as imp- It's as impressive as... Just about any movie that's ever been made, effects-wise. It is, but you really take it for granted. Because you don't even think about it. Yeah. But then when you do think about it, you're like, holy shit. It's not as in-your-face like Star Wars or 
any number of other movies where you wouldn't call this an effects-driven movie, and then in the same but breath, eighty percent. If you of thought about it, you would yeah. go, "Is this the most effects-driven right. movie? <laughs> like, it's all practical." Which we, as you know, one of the characters is uh, an effect, and this is pre a hundred percent pre CGI. Yes. So. This is practical effects like a motherfucker in this movie. One of the characters is a singing plant that keeps getting larger throughout the movie. Why don't we get into the movie? We are. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Little Shop of Horrors. The Chiffon sing that for us. Little Shop. Little Shop. Mr. Mushnick is reading a paper, which the headline is Unexpected Total Eclipse of the Sun. Right. Which is just a passing, like, cut through that. Seymour uh, 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 is in the basement doing some stuff and grabbing on, like, a stepladder to grab something from a shelf. And the shelf falls. And Mr. Mushnick yells, What's going on down there, Seymour? It's like, Very little, Mr. Mushnick. Seymour is not a good employee. He tries, but he, as far as you can tell from the, nerd. the opening sequences, not just a nerd, just like a klutz. Yeah. You know? A spaz, uh, if you were. Yes. A spaz. I wonder, what does spaz originate from? Uh, it was a technical term from... <laughs> 1890. <laughs> His boy will uh, not sit still, and he's annoying. He is a spaz. Yes, they it's used a to clinical spaz. They used to be the guys that gave bad hand jobs at Greek spas. Yeah, spaz. <laughs> well, that's what they started calling them. <laughs> what do you think this is? A spaz? <laughs> oh my god! Makes okay, sense. good, 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 good start. Uh, <laughs> Audrey leaves her, her apartment, which is across the street from Mushnik's flower shop. Right. Also, Mushnik's flower shop is 100% devoid of any flowers whatsoever. It's pretty sad looking in there. <laughs> yes. It's uh, completely empty. There's, yeah. I mean, there's a let's ruin our childhood moment. There's nothing in it except the front window. Very drab. With like dying plants. It almost looks like it's shot in black and white. Like it's just very yes. drab. Yes. Which Even is though it's a plant slash floor. you're going for yeah. when you're making this movie. Uh, Audrey walks in, and she's kind of ashamed, and she scooches past Mr. Mushnik. Uh, why? Because she has a black eye. She has a shiner. A shiner. This is when I didn't know what a shiner was. I This is how I learned. Really? But like, Audrey, what's with the shiner? And I was like, what? The fuck are they talking about? It's like, oh, a shiner is a, a black eye. Yeah, said eight-year-old me. When you're being physically abused by mm-hmm. someone you're in a relationship with, which normal, like as far as movies go, like oh, I hope that's not like a cute thing. If I was watching it now, I'd be like, oh, she's just getting abused by her boyfriend. <laughs> well, luckily that what goes around comes around in this here movie. Sure. Uh, so Seymour walks in the room carrying a large. Uh, what would I say? Case. A, a. He's carrying a bunch of pots, and he trips. Oh yeah. We're going into detail this time because there's a lot of songs. 
I also have this movie memorized. And uh, we can afford it. Yeah. We're fine. Seymour falls down and breaks all of these fucking pots. And he's like, Seymour. And she's like, Don't yell at him, Mr. Booshnick. Don't you yell at him, Mr. Dushnik. <laughs> what? Mr. Dushnik, if only. Um, they hit goddamn kids, too. This is Doubtfire. <laughs> Same voice. <laughs> yes, the daughter. I remember that Deep voice. Cut. Yes, truly. Um, so now, uh, Mr. Mushnik looks outside, and there's the, the three girls the greek chorus yep. they play two characters they play the street urchins as mr mushnik calls them and they're also the greek chorus they look they like move throughout the film yes. it's very well done when they're i love it it's a such a great it's so good it i mean is. like and they're great they sing they dance like they they're amazing they flow in and out of scenes yes it's very well done. They're in every every musical They're number. They're basically the basically. stars of the movie. Yes. I mean, who has more screen time than them? They keep it going. Yeah. All, always. They keep the fucking uh, narrative Damn, going. Tina. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> Tina. <laughs> Pam. No. <laughs> Other chick that maybe was in my show once. I don't know. <laughs> um, but he, he shoes them away. And he's like, uh, how, like, uh, how do you expect to better yourselves? It's like, better ourselves, better ourselves, Mister. We split and then we shit. He's like, yeah, we got to fifth grade and then we split. And it's kind of a racist element of the movie, I guess. I don't even remember that. But they're also was I not paying attention for that? Well, then they sing another song because it starts. Skid Row. Yeah. Which is a Down fucking great song. Skid, it's the music is great. So this, so this was shot in uh, Pinewood Studios in England. Uh, England, the biggest set. The, ever. It's a huge. It's it's a set of like a shitty part of New York in the '60s is yes. where it's set. And it, I mean, they use authentic. Also, it's clear a whole that bunch. it's a set, but yeah. it's so detailed and like just run down and matter. shitty looking. Like it's, but it's enjoyable. They like, also I'm use authentic it. garbage cans from. They went around some the the production manager or whatever you call the dude the uh the set designer went to new york city and was like if we can take your old garbage can we'll give you a brand new one shit like that where it's like yeah. what are you fucking serious it was very Did detailed because usually 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 you'll get usually. a set like usually <laughs> hey usually you get a shit like that <laughs> usually you'll get a set like that where yeah. it's like they they're going back in time and it's a little more simplistic old car whatever they had a, there's a lot of like it's felt it felt very grimy and real even though it was, they had an in quotations like functioning l and this is on the set where they filmed the previous bond movie i don't know which one it was the biggest set in england yeah and this set was bigger than any set they'd ever built ever right pretty amazing uh especially considering originally they were going to make this movie for like no money Directed by Scorsese, which I just which I just read in the. Uh, I think, I think they shot Legend there, and then they oh, burnt the studio to the ground on accident, and then they rebuilt <laughs> it. And this was one of the first movies after they rebuilt it. Ah, we built it down. Yeah, we did that movie a long time. One. I almost oh, don't even wow. remember that movie. Yeah. We did I wasn't Legend. Proud. 
I did that voice far too much in that podcast. <laughs> I don't even remember that. I podcast. do. I remember being like, "I'm a." This is when I stopped <laughs> listening to our podcast because I was like, About "Other legend. people might enjoy this, but I don't." <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan. Mm. But yeah, so it, it, so it's a rundown 1960s New York Skid Row neighborhood, and it looks like it. Yes, it's well done. Well, and then okay, and then a big bigger lady. Carrying a bunch of bags, starts walking and singing. A song begins. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's actually the girl, the bigger of the three. Yeah, you already said this. I we're, know, we're but I'm repeating circles. it because the song actually started now, is what I'm saying. I brought it up earlier. This is why I bring it up again. Anyway. Uh, and it's a great song. Also, there's a part where one black dude leaning up against a fence elbows the fence and they're like down on skid roll down on skid and they're like down on skid and he goes down on skid and I used to be like that's the best part of the whole movie <laughs> <laughs> I loved it I don't know why the way that dude sang it I was like yeah that's what you latched on to it's weird there's a bunch of shit in this movie that I latched on to that no, people would be like you All right, well, we'll get into you're it. You're weird. So that's number We're one. Right. Down hall skit. Yeah. I can't even do it. Like that Down guy at the elbow, skit. he yeah. fucking gets it. Dude. <laughs> okay. So they're singing about being on Skid Row. Like, poor all my life. I've always been poor. Blah, blah. See, I, don't, I feel like there's so much singing in this movie, I can't even sing in this podcast. It might okay. be short. Well, we're not going to sing all the songs straight through. I mean, I could. Maybe I will. We're going to have right. a separate podcast. Let's bring it up. <laughs> Pull it up. Um, Rick Moranis is an okay singer. Yeah, that's it, though. And it fits perfectly in the it movie, does. though. Because he's, he's, again, a he's giant not nerd, a great. Yeah. But he can carry a tune. He can carry a tune, but he's also the character he's playing not being that great of a singer, but not being a bad yeah, singer. Yeah, I don't think that's why you can't remake this movie because there's no present day uh, Rick Moranis. No. That's that like is a, very true. There's just not. And I will say the opposite of Ellen Green, who hey, talks like this, like uh, Mr. Sure. And then when she sings sometimes, she goes from like, I don't know, like suddenly Seymour is standing yeah. beside yeah. me. You're like, what the yeah. fuck? You're a like, trained singer. <laughs> you have a full range. You're she, just talking not to even false, like, false yellow in above the whole average, time. In above average voice. Well, like, an, far, an amazing like, voice. Yeah. But you're just talking and like then this the she whole like, time. She sings in the voice, sort of, and then every once in a while she's like, the veins pop out of her neck. Yeah. And she's oh like, yeah. Ah! Can, and you're like, whoa. I can remember several shit. times in the movie noticing the yeah. the veins in her neck, being like, yeah. God damn, she got pipes. Yeah. Like also, she probably needs to eat more. Yeah. She's yeah. tiny little. Yeah. Tiny little thing. Skinny. Great. Some. All right. Uh, early crush, I will say. Old. Uh, I remember being Ellen Green. I, Audrey. I, yeah, I can remember thinking, she's, and she's fully. When you see her in the extras of this movie. Without makeup, she's got like a curly brown bob. Yeah, and her boobs are just like normally not pushed size. up to her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're throat. not coming out of her throat. Yeah, right. it's uh, it's, it's still I, I saw that. I'm too, not saying she isn't. No, but you're like, but like oh like, shit, like as because it's a very specific character she pay, yes. plays that like little fifties bimbo or sixties yes. like blonde bimbo. Yes. Sure. 
And then she's and for like, the time. not that at all. And there's several life. jokes within cool. the movie referencing how tacky everything she does is. They're like, he's like, I'm not a great dresser like you. And the movie's like, wink? <laughs> like, <huh? laughs> like, you see, she's not what he thinks. Right. But he thinks it because he's such a loser. Real nerd. Which, yeah. Uh, so they're at the <laughs> at the shop, and there's a little mini montage with the drum roll and then a dunt. There's time passing with no customers. Things and, are not going well yes. at Mushnick's plant shop. And Audrey didn't show up for work until five o'clock at her at the florist. And he's just like, someone finally decided to come to work. Right. It's like decided to. She didn't come to work, and now it's five, and she's got a shiner. What? Right. She got popped in the eye again. Yeah. Uh, so no one's coming in, and Mr. Mushnick is like, that's it. I'm done. Closing the shop. Yeah. Don't come back tomorrow. Don't come into work tomorrow. And Seymour pipes up, and he's like, maybe we can move this place in a new direction. And he's like, I've got a, I've got an interesting plant. And Audrey gives a little like, it's like a strange and interesting new plant. <laughs> like maybe we could put it in the window and it bring customers. Yeah. Is that Moira? You do. Mm. <laughs> That's more your territory. Yes. <laughs> so he brings it up, and Mister Mushnik isn't at all impressed because the plant is like, not looking too hot. Looks like a little Brussels sprout. Yeah. Kind of. It's not size of an slumped egg. over at this point, but it looks dried up. Right. Puts it in the window, and Mr. Mushnick is like, this is ridiculous. This isn't going to work. You fucking idiot. Yeah. What are you talking about? We're well, trying to stay open in your... This is your idea. This is stupid. Yeah. Here no comes one's gonna come in. Christopher Guest yeah. in the most over-the-top performance maybe of the whole movie, which is funny to say... It, because it, it seems like a parody. Finding out later in life that that is Christopher Guest. Yeah. With no facial hair. And him be like, what a strange and interesting plant that is. Where it's like, is this how, whoa. Like, they clearly, that's what they were going for. It's you would never guess. You wouldn't know that was Christopher Guest. The number one Christopher Guest fan, if they didn't know going into this movie, would be like, they wouldn't. You wouldn't know. I forgot it was him and I was watching. I'm like, man, that looks like Christopher Guest, but I don't think that it is. And then at the end, it's like Christopher Guest. I'm like, oh my God, it was. Yes. Like, it really you was. Because the way he talks is so. It's like. It was. It's like somebody forced. from a 60s TV show. Yes. Yes. That, I mean, that's what they that were forced going way for. of acting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's like, oh. But it's it like, was. oh. It's like, what a strange and interesting plant. And then they cut to. The uh, remember that total eclipse of the sun about a week ago. Yeah, Dadoot. go and do a whole song about it. Chang's Dadu. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Good for you. All the, the, the music also, in this is all doo wop and Motown. And it's it's also great, and the way they play off the music, like sometimes they acknowledge it and sometimes they don't. Yeah, and when he's telling his the the flashback. So he's like, remember that total eclipse of the sun about a week ago? And he's like, yeah, I was at Chang's. And then he goes to the flower shop or the plant shop that he always goes to. Yep. There's nothing interesting. He crosses the street. 
<laughs> there's it's an eclipse. There's five dudes singing doo wop. Yeah. Three black guys and two white guys yep. standing in line, snapping dancing in unison, snapping their fingers. Yep. And he, before the eclipse happens, he's like setting up behind him, he's like he's gonna join them. Yeah. Yes. Which is a great acknowledgement of how weird the movie itself is. Yeah. And then there's uh, guess what? Not eighties blue lightning. Not 80s white lightning. Some 80s green lightning, baby. We've never seen that. Not green. I don't I can't remember green. <laughs> There's a total eclipse of the sun. Yep. And he's like, oh. He's like, oh, remember that totally little There's a plant sitting there. He turns around at Chang's. There's a crazy yeah. plant sitting there. Yep. You didn't remember it being there before. Yep. Neither did Chang, but he's like, the old Chinese man still sold it to me. For a dollar ninety-five, yep. which was a pretty penny back in the day. And in the eighties, mystical Chinese guys sold you weird shit like mogwais and uh, probably alien plants. Yeah, mogwais, killer plants. Uh, I bet. I mean, what what, what were any of the China tours of San Francisco? <laughs> that happens. And then there was a bunch of crazy '80s lightning. Have we done? We haven't done that movie. We have not. Name it. Big trouble. <laughs> Thank you, In little China. I'm, names aren't coming to me real quick now. Been at this. I've been. I got so much little shop of horrors music in my head. Oh, I know. I, it's all. It, I it's all uh, I can even manage at this point. Mm. And we started watching it again. We got about halfway through, too. It's not very long. No, it's an hour and a half. It's an yeah. easy watch. Yeah. So uh, he tells this story about finding this plant. He's like, what a strange and interesting plant. And a strange and interesting story. I'm Christopher Guest. I guess I'll take. Then he walks out the door. And he comes back in. And he's like, while I'm here, I'll take $50 worth of roses. Right. Like, $50? $50? They fucking freak out. He's like, can you break a hundred? Like, ah, uh, uh, no, no, we can't. I guess I'll just have to take twice as many, which at the time would have been uh, ten thousand dollars worth of roses. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like he could have bought a new right. shop. <laughs> he bought. He has bought eighteen <laughs> dozen roses. <laughs> yes. He should have been walking out with a, uh, at least a wagon full of roses. Yes. Well, like, there's too so many, many for one person even to carry. carry. Yeah. Like three people. Because I can buy, if I bought $50 worth of roses now at Flowerama, right. given a certain times of year, I'd be like, bitch, guess what? I bought you 48 roses. <laughs> Don't even fucking worry about it. <laughs> like, oh my God, you're so romantic. <laughs> like, I am. Thank you. I appreciate that. I got like dozens of roses. <laughs> yes. Those are so expensive. <laughs> Oh yeah, I know, baby. <laughs> yeah, they are. Don't. I hope you never drive past Flowerama in, so yeah, in October. Hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs> worth of roses is, mm -hmm. in 1960 is probably a dozen, dozen. Roses. He just paid their rent a couple times over. Yes, probably. Right. Yeah. So they're all very excited, and it makes yeah. sense because Toll and yes. I just did the math. So yes, yeah. we did. Um. So at this point. They've they've acknowledged how strange and interesting the plant is. We get a little montage of 
What a, what a strange plan. Wherever did you get it? People bursting into the, in the shop. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. And this is all, according to the timeline of the movie, the same evening. <laughs> like, it's not even. Seemingly, yeah. They don't, there's uh, no, like, progression the, of time. No. It's pretty quick. And then the next scene is, like, the next day where it's like, wait. That doesn't make any sense, but okay. This is where we can let's ruin our childhood this. Some it's of hard. the timeline stuff is like, yeah. wait. Also, yeah. Yeah, later- and what span of time does this movie take place, I guess? Good question. Two weeks. Pops. Also, the plant goes from f- to eight ounces. It to goes from Brussels sprouts to <laughs> yeah. eight to- feet. To championship bowl. <laughs> right. yeah, yes. Eight feet. That fucking plant is like 15 feet at the end. 12 feet at least it's huge it's two rick moranis's at least well when you so watch eight feet <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah so yeah there's this and now the store is successful mr mushnik this is given the timeline of the movie at the end of this montage it's the same night and mr mushnik is very excited yeah because they finally made money he made a and he's ton like, of money i'm taking you both out to dinner tonight and Audrey's like, oh, it sounds lovely, Mr. Mushnik, but I can't tonight. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Who's that? Mr. Mushnik. <laughs> Why not? Uh, she has a date with uh, our main man, Oren Scrivello. Oren Scrivello. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't DDS. think I ever knew until today yes. when, I, when I was paying attention. Oren Scrivello, the dentist. Uh, so now uh, Seymour is like, well, uh, are we still going out? And after he says that, the plant, of course, keels over in its little pot. Yeah. And Mr. Mushik is like, not tonight, Seymour. Right. Are you taking care of that sick plant that's making me money? Because I'm stereotypical, and that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Seymour goes downstairs to his basement dwelling, and a song begins. The song is entitled, Grow For Me. Am I going to sing the entirety of every song from this movie? No. I've given you sunshine. I've given you dirt. You've given me nothing but heartache and hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, plan how you tease. Oh, please grow for me. <laughs> There's a song about my when my dick doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna edit that part out. Oh, I know. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I promise You're I will. You're not going to, you I never pr- do. I promise I will. yeah. Um Oh Pod how you <laughs> Oh, Pod, how you That's a great song. It is a great song. And then in the end, uh, uh, towards the end of the song, he's picking things up. He's dropped things again. He picks up a rose, pricks himself. He goes, damn roses, damn thorns. He's bleeding. What do you want from me, blood? Ouch. He's like, oh, if that'll appease... I'll give you a squeeze. I'm yeah, singing so, the words incorrectly, but no. But yeah. so he starts sucking on his finger. Uh, yeah, Rick Moranis is, and then the plant starts doing the same sound. By the way, that fucking little plant. The plant is like that a Brus- not an amazing? It's like effect a Brussels sprout itself? with a mouth. 
With it a is. fucking kissy face. Oh yes. It's a good little good little Muppet puppet. Man. Yep. So Rick Moranis is like, what? what? You want to suck yeah. my finger? Tries to bite his finger. Hold, he ha. holds his finger out. The plant bites at his ha. finger. Great then effect. He does it again. Ha. Then he does his non-bleeding finger, and the plant turns its back very convincingly. We're like, this pl- plant's thinking, got a personality. Like, I, get, I get the, yes, yes, I get the feeling that that plant is trying to put off. Yeah. Very like, fuck <laughs> you. Very funny. Pretty, you got to give these fucking Puppeteers. Puppet designers and puppeteers a hell of a lot of credit for making a little fucking plant convincingly off-put. Right. Amazing. Then he... Better says, than CGI Groot, yeah. baby yeah. Groot. Uh, I'm trying to think of the words to the song. If that'll appease... Grow for me. Guess you're not happy. Lest I open a vein, which he does, and the plant <laughs> bites at the little perfectly dropped drops of blood. Yep. <laughs> and then, as he's walking up the stairs, he goes, "Oh, please! Oh, oh, oh please!" I'm just singing to my dick right now. Grow for <laughs> me. Or they're singing at it. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> they're like, please stay small. It's fine. <laughs> we were better off before. And as he disappears up the stairs, an amazing effect that they did sort of stop motion, but not exactly, yeah. where they yeah. do uh, a seamless, uh, what do you call that? Like the they move the thing forward and move the set backwards. In such a seamless way that it doesn't look like anything is moving, yeah. and it makes it look like the plant is growing. Force perspective. Force perspective. Of the plant. That's what I was looking at. For its leaves roll out. Fucking head amazing. Pops up. It's denting out the can. Yep. The roots pop out. Some dirt falls out. I don't. I mean, really, like this. Probably, it's weird that this wasn't like an ILM movie. It wasn't. No, well, the guys that made it are like, they went to the Atomic Energy Corporation or some shit to learn how to work wires. And I was like, what is that? Jim Henson's son was one of the main puppeteers of Audrey, too. Ah, but he wasn't not. But it wasn't like. In charge at all. A big effects warehouse. No. uh, No, but they went to, uh, if, this is wrong. It's, it was the Atomic Energy Laboratory, something like that. And yeah. I think that that did not mean what it sounds like it means. It means it was probably some kind of effects company. But they said in the special features that it was like these all these scientists were very excited to work, to like take a break and work on a fucking plant puppet from a movie. Wow. So then I was like, maybe that is really what they meant. But probably all these to, engineers to a, are say like- a bunch of engineers. Yeah. 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 Figure out this crazy, crazy stuff out. Crazy, dude. I'm going to inhale. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news. Dun, 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 uh, so dun, as dun, we took our breather and I was looking up the atomic effects, I, I couldn't figure out what that what I was talking about. But a bunch of scientists figured out how to do a bunch of the effects on Little Shop of Horrors, which is amazing. And huh. it also makes sense. So in that, I was looking up the new scientists trying to do the effects. Uh-huh. What I find instead 
is that Chris Evans signed on to star in New Little Shop of Horrors, which I was like, that is just the worst casting of all time. Couldn't be. I think we've talked. I think I, my brain buried well, that information. Chris Evans is set to play Oren Scrivello, the fucking dentist. Guess who's set to play Seymour? Who? Fucking Taron Edgerton. Not bad. That isn't bad. Not genuinely nerdy enough, but could absolutely do it. I don't mind that. I don't. I, I don't and think he's in that Elton John movie. Yep. He is a, a uh, unconventional-looking person. Yes. Also, Audrey, once you think about it, is the most obvious person that it could possibly be. Scarlett Johansson. No. She can sing like a motherfucker, dude. How is that not obvious? Tits up, voices out. How is that not obvious? Mm, I just, Who would you pick? I don't. Uh, I honestly don't know. I'm thinking of a different type, though. That she like uh, is the type, though. No, I. Yes, upon here, uh, if I think about it for a minute, yeah, I can. I can totally see Maybe, her pulling uh, that off. The girl from Glee. I see someone stranger. I see someone a little wackier, not such a mainstreamy type yeah. person. I, I think that's it. In fact, I agree with that with all three of these castings, except for. Once you find out Chris Evans is Orrin Scrivello, I like that. I because that's off. That's off I base. Li- I too. don't think I like that. Yeah, I don't like any of them. Taron Edgerton can will be able to do it. They all will. It'll be fine. It's not gonna. Nobody's gonna care. It's gonna be CGI. You plant. know who would be better is the de- the dentist. It would would be like a a comedian that's like a who's like a clean comedian, like Jim Gaffigan or something. <laughs> He's far too old. Though. No, but he can still do it. But someone that's not known for being like a well, I guess he has a movie out where he is a yes. crazy person. But you know what I'm saying? Where they're playing against type. Yes, absolutely. But who would that be? But Chris Evans is playing against type, doing that. Yeah, but I don't. All those Marvel guys at this point, I don't know. I'm looking for something different. I guess. Yeah, I feel you. I can. See You're it, not wrong. I can see it happening, but who, who fucking? I mean, he's the one I I'm least. Scarlett Johansson seems so obvious, and Taron Edgerton. When I think I like about to see Paul it, Paul Rudd play that. Orrin Scrivello? Yeah, not tall enough, but absolutely. But like a nice a totally guy that goes completely nuts, just shitty, over the top, yes. funny song and dance part where he doesn't really dance; he just abusively dances. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right. I think we're back. We're back in agreement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so the plant grows. Amazing special effects. Yep. Cut to uh, our man Seymour in a waiting room at a radio station. To go on Weird Wink Wilkinson's show. <laughs> right. Another amazing cameo in this movie. Which Fucking I forgot about and I heard John his voice. John Candy. Yeah. You hear his voice earlier. He's every voice on the radio station also. Oh, as, as you watch the movie, every time they play the radio, it's John Candy's voice. And he changes his name every time. Really? Yes. Oh, I didn't notice Even that. when he's introducing himself, huh. he's like, even in the lobby, he's like, back to you, Tom. 
He's oh, like yeah. he's like up next. Weird Wink Wilkinson. That's book. right. He yep. does do that. That's right. So the <laughs> that's funny. Another great part of this movie is just the lobby of Weird Wink Wilkinson's <laughs> yeah. show. It's like a lady with a paper bag covered in chains, a midget holding a marionette not a marionette no, like a, a dummy full-size dummy a full-size of a dummy nun? of a nun with a saxophone, with a saxophone. <laughs> yes, yes. uh an old old man in a flying suit as far as you can tell right. like a crazy contraption yeah and the most exciting thing they've seen that is also sets that up in a great way too because you look at how crazy all this shit is and him being in there with the plant is a big it's deal. very funny. They're all also in this the room. plant yeah. tries to eat the lady's ass. Right, with this a, lady in a, a red, red like mini skirt is bending over the desk in front of him, talking to the person there. You got the POV of the plant. You got yes. this big, beautiful lady butt right in the face. Also, plant. I get it. Yeah, but you gotta. You know what? And he starts trying to bite at the butt. Yep. Very funny. And not with his mouth wide open and that tongue. Very convincingly, like, ah. Yeah. And what is not convincing in that scene, having watched the movie many, many, many times, <laughs> is uh, Seymour Krellborn looking away from the plant. For a that he, very long That time. he does not know at this point right. is an animate creature. Right. Just looking away in the same shot, like, head turned to the side. Your peripheral vision would clearly notice. Right. Your weird ass plant. I noticed that moving. also. Yeah, that's fine. I this is what. That. This is why we have a podcast. That's right. It's fucking fine. It's the though. details. Yeah. So he goes on a weird Wink Wilkinson's show. He's like, wait, huh, huh. And John Candy is fucking great for right. his five minutes in this movie. Yep. Uh, great to see him. Yeah, always. Weird Wink Wilkinson. Like, wait, lady, huh? put your clothes back on. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, Wink. I already saw. Uh, like, I'm going to have to kill you both. Machine gun noises. Uh, and then he is immediately very impressed by the plant. Yes. Just like, wow. I wish you folks at home could see this. So what's the story behind this plant? And they goes, Dadu. Cut to. Very funny. The. And then you know exactly what they're they're like. Oh, right. it's going to be a repeat of the song yeah, we already there heard. A, there was yeah. a, remember the day there was an eclipse. Dadu. Yeah, yeah. We're going right back into. Pretty fucking great. Um. So, uh, he mentions at the end of the radio thing that the plant is on display at Mushnik's. Yep. And Mister Mushnik is listening to the radio. You show him listening. Oh, the, the address. The address. The address. Like, uh, oh, well, still good advertising. Right. Uh, and now Audrey really meant to listen to him on the radio, and she missed it because she was recovering from getting beaten up by Orrin Scrivello. Right. So she missed it. She heads back home. Her arm's in a sling. Her arm is in a sling. And she walks back home, and the three girls, or three, two-thirds Martin ladies. Yeah, the Greek chorus. Two-thirds of Martin ladies. Yeah. Like, girl, hey, girl. 
Like, yeah. And at this point, they're they're usually in like these gowns and all made up, like. Well, singers. except when they're playing. Actual and this time, humans. they're they're yes. playing humans, yeah. yes. and they look like not humans. What a weird sorry. way to put that. You're People. Right. They're playing like actual right. characters in the movie. Civilians. Yes. And you see them for what they are, which is like 17, 16-year-old girls. Because they when were- And then you're like, oh, these are that's really That's how old kids. they were. Yes. They were like- Kids. Yeah. yeah. Gina slash Tina <laughs> was a teenager. Oh, and they do Tina! So, I mean, and they yeah. do so great. They're amazing. Yes. So it was just- They are fucking one of the best things them. about the movie. Yeah. Every song is great. And every- not to, not to take a big old heartfelt dump on this movie. A Ghostbusters 2 dump. That makes it like better, you know, the slime and Ghostbusters too. Yeah, we did that. Ah, that's what I mean. I'm not taking a dump on this movie. I love it. It's one of my all-time favorites. We shouldn't be doing it, <laughs> but I know. We are. Um, Here we are, halfway into it. A girl, hey girl, like oh, that girl's got a sense of low self-esteem. Like child, see you later. I shouldn't be doing those either. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I mean. It was essentially what they said. Yeah. And she walks into her apartment, disappointed, knowing the neighborhood girls are like, girl. And they tell her, like, what about that guy you work with? Seymour. They don't know his name is Seymour. Seymour. She's like, she's like Seymour? <laughs> he, I could never go for Seymour. He's too good for me. Like, you mean the guy that lives in the basement of the place where you work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That constantly drops everything? Right. Okay. Then she goes into, man, I love doing musicals, by the way, because Somewhere That's Green. We all know that song. Most people of our age. Like, yeah. And I got a black eye in my arms in a cast. <laughs> we could live together somewhere that's green. <laughs> and in her fantasy, he is significantly fatter than he is in real he's life. Gut, he's out mowing the lawn. <laughs> he's the mowing suburban the lawn. dream. And I am a slave, but we got two kids, and we watch Lucy every day, somewhere that's green. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. I'm a servant for women that are here for a Tupperware party yeah, that I don't even join because it's green. Like The fact that she's is in no way involved in the Tupperware party going on at her house in her fantasy, she's just serving them food. He's just having a good time. Because I got a black guy in my arms in a cast. Because I try to outsell my friend. Can't think of a name <laughs> that rhymes. I'm pretty good sometimes, but I can't. Got stuck uh, there. I tried to outsell her for green. Uh, there's a funny or not, however you want to take it. The song is so, it's so well dug into pop culture that... There was a significant chunk of a Family Guy episode from like 10 years ago. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Uh, with the last few years. Where the old man that loves Chris does literally yeah. this entire song. Yeah. About Chris. <laughs> yeah. With his whistly voice and his one tooth. And it's all about Chris's. And his muscly horns. <laughs> I'd like to feel on my balls. Except he doesn't change the words. They just do the song right. straight up. Yeah. They do the whole thing. <laughs> like, in its entirety. I remember. It's, it's very it's so funny. weird. I will say, you know, people hate on Family Guy, and I hate on Family Guy now. McFarlane will take risks that are different than, like, South Park risks. 
or uh, Rick and Morty risks, where yeah. he'll do a musical number that is like, what in the fuck are you doing? He's part of the reason Rick Rolling started. Because that episode where at the end it was like a flashback to the 80s, and at the end of the episode, Brian sings the entirety Oh yeah, of, I remember uh, that. Yeah, never, never going to give you up. You up. Yeah. Never going to let you know. Never going to run. And that was before Rick Rolling started. Really? I'm pretty sure hmm. that it was like, that show has been on for a long fucking time. It has. It's been a minute. And I think that that was part of the reason Rick Rolling started. Rick James. Rick James? Rest in peace. <laughs> wow. We're all over the place. Rick James, Rick Rolling. <laughs> no, I, can't, I can't think of the guy. What does, what's the guy's fucking name? Rick Astley. Rick Astley. Yeah. All the Ricks. Yeah. Rick Astley. Rick James is dead. Rick Astley is still alive. As far as we know. Killing it. Doing sold out shows before pre-pandemic. He is a lucky man that he got this. Well, he has whole, like two songs. Two so. two songs they still play on the radio, and the Rick Rolling thing started, so he can he will sell out anything he does, unless it's like a stadium. But if it's like a five hundred seater, uh. sold, everyone will go. They don't give a fuck. They just want to see the real Rick Astley go. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you. Oh my down. God, we're getting Rick rolled in real <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah. We Rick rolled ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we bought tickets <laughs> yeah, to this. Yeah. We got live Rick rolled. <laughs> well, that's something, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Who wants to get Rick rolled after this? Uh, He's British. <laughs> yeah. Well, I. Right. Yeah, Wait man, a minute. So- who yeah, wants to get Rick rolled after this? You go to his concert, <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, great time in the show. Then you go to like the bar, and all of a sudden you see Rick Astley yeah. at the end of the bar. He's like, hey, yeah. who wants to get Rick rolled? <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I'm Australian now. That's all right. Uh, who wants to get Rick rolled after this? <laughs> all right. And then he's like, I'm 65. Please grow for me. He sings to his dick afterwards. All right, a lot of a real mishmash of craziness right there. Mm. We're drunk. It's fine. It's fine. You are. I am. <sighs> so she sings that song about somewhere being green, and then we cut to a little montage of uh, our girls again. The uh, Rochelles. What are, is that? What I was calling them? The Martins uh, minus one. Yes, the, the Martins. The Martins plus one. one. Sorry, the Martins, Martin's plus, plus one. one. You're right. Uh, some fun now, oh Hot boy. Ain't we having some fun, fun now? now. Oh and they're doing boy. like a little mariachi number on the top of the building. Great song again, dude. Every song in this movie, there isn't a bad song. They're selling flowers. There's are the montage. The shop is packed. Constant going uh, great. Showing the cash register. Yes, Cha-ching. lots of ringing up. By the way, old school mechanical cash registers yeah. fascinate the fucking shit out of me. Being able to mechanically do math is something that the cogs in my brain have a hard time. Yeah, that's true. I never thought about it. it you, is, push the, you push the one and the two button and they pop up. It does all the math for it's a calculator. It's fucking mechanical, dude. I and then never it, thought about it. It's crazy. <laughs> It's some shit where you're like, wait, what? Like how it's even crazier to me than digital math. Like digital math makes sense. Okay, computers. 
mechanical math is like I had a toy cash register growing up that I played with constantly <laughs> and it did math. You're like, wait, it mechanically does math? What the fuck is going on here? This is like some voodoo shit. I've actually but it isn't. never thought about that. Somehow. Does it not make your brain go? It makes my, my brain do mechanical math. My cousins mathematics. had like a old heavyweight, like antique push yes. button uh, cash register as a toy. And yeah. we always go and play with it. You bing, bing, bing. And add yeah. it up. The fucking drawer would pop out. And you, you know. Yeah. And but it would I say, never, here's your total. It never, I, it never occurred to me that it was doing a mechanical thing while also doing mechanical all the math fucking as you math. enter them. Not also. That's what it was doing. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it was doing. Like, not just displaying the final, like, the numbers, but, like, like, you could doing ge- the underlying math. You could gear something in some way that if you type in numbers over and over, doesn't matter how many things somebody ordered on their grocery list. Right. The number came out right. Because it was doing mechanical fucking math. <laughs> that is some weird wow, shit to think about. Weird shit to think about, especially in the age where now you don't even think about it as mechanics. I just think of it's all algorithms and whatever. The idea of a cash we had register. To ha- we had to have they the had extra them in the layer. Hundreds, man. We had to have the extra layer of making a mechanical, not, not in no way computer, and but like a mechanical. That's what led up to everything that's happening now. The idea that right. you're typing shit, you're going <laughs> aggressively hitting buttons that you have to make sure go down, right? And then being like, uh, probably the button probably didn't say return or enter or whatever. It probably right. said cash, and right. then you went, and then it went ching. The thing opened, and it was like, here's how much money to take out because we did it all for you. Now it's all printed out right there. Those adding machines that accountants used to use. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I printed out because it had to keep track of it. But that is fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> mechanical math. Mechanical math. That's weird, man. Is it not? <laughs> it's very weird. It's fucking weird to think about. It is some like some cartoon <laughs> magic shit where you're like, yeah, this could only be in movies. And then we're like, as we look at our super com- pocket computers, we're like, that's just. It's crazy. funny that I've just never thought of that, and yeah, I've was, pounded away on those things, yeah. like I said as a kid, so many times. That is very funny. Mechanical math. Wow. I would like to, if someone tried to explain to me how that worked, I would be like, no. There's got to be a YouTube video, right? Like they pull the fucking. I bet there's top like off. a fucking Mister Rogers video of how they made cash registers or adding machines. Hot damn, ain't you having I'm some, some math now? Hot <laughs> math, ain't you having some math now? Hot math. Ain't you having some math now? Now. Some math now. <laughs> <laughs> so end the montage. <laughs> Seymour is sitting despondent. Not even despondent. Despondent makes it sound more sad than he is. Just kind of resting on the side of the flower shop. Yeah. Looking off into space. Maybe about to take a nap. Because he's as we've seen from the montage, has lost a lot of blood. Most of the montage is cash registers and him right. giving the plant Letting blood. the plant suck his finger for nourishment because the plant drinks blood. And the plant is fucking huge now. And the flower shop is busy AF. And so he's in there. And Mr. Mushing answers the phone. He's like, huh, Mrs. Shiva, Mrs. Shiva. 
He's like, Seymour, Seymour. It's like, what is, did you get the Mrs. Shiver account? He's like, Mrs. Shiver, I forgot. Mrs. Shiver, I forgot. Oh. And her, Shiva is like a Jewish, uh, uh, some, Jesus, I'm going to butcher this. You know what I'm, but it's like, some, it's like a wake. Yeah, when shiva. someone dies. Yeah, yeah so like shiva. a reflection. And it's like a acknowledgement of right. that, I suppose. All right, I wish I hadn't brought that up, but I did. And that's also why, I mean, it's it makes sense. That's why you would, Mrs. Shiva. Right. And then Audrey's like, oh my God. And she's like, She's like, birthday, baby shower, huh? It's like funeral. It's like, oh. Glue, glitter. She makes a She's making the arrangement, arrangement for yeah. the funeral. Yep. Fixing Seymour's problems. Some white lilies. Those lilies. And all, all they end up making for that is she puts six lilies into a, a, a tall vase and throws glitter on them and like goes with a black yep. bow, and that's the big. But at that time. Funeral arrangement, I in guess. In their current sitch. If they're like, oh, we got we got a fucking arrangement from Mooshniks. Right. That's where Audrey 2 is from. That's how I justify that. You're not wrong. You're, you ain't wrong. Um, so he's talking to Audrey. And she's like, I just keep forgetting stuff. And she's like, sometimes I think you're too hard on yourself, Seymour. It's <laughs> like, so you should buy yourself some new clothes and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, new clothes? He's like, I'm a very bad shopper, Audrey. She's like, I'd help you buy clothes. He's like, oh, you'd be seen in a public place with me? You'd be seen out in a And yeah. So, um, whoa. Did I? No, I didn't. Um, Or did I? Little Shop of Horrors wins the end. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's just surprised. Um, and so he's like, tonight? Would you go buy clothes for me tonight? She's like, I can't tonight. I have a date. Right. Again. And Mr. Mushnick comes in. Mr. Mushnick, by the way, not a bad guy throughout the whole movie. Like, abrasive at times. Yeah, he gives Seymour a hard time a few times, but also... As was mentioned in the songs earlier, he took Seymour in as an orphan, gave him a home and a job, lets him live Not there only that, and takes care of him. Lets him a place to fucking live? Yeah. yeah. A home, a job, takes care of him. Right. Continues. So he's kind of hard on him sometimes, as he should be, because Seymour is pretty much a fuck up. Yes. So uh, he's like, you got a date tonight? He's like, yeah. And Mr. Mushnick walks in. He's like, a date with that same greasy scumbag, uh, essentially, you know? <laughs> right. And she's like, yeah, but he's got money. He's a professional. What kind of professional drives a motorcycle and wears a leather jacket? And then we cut into my number two karaoke song. Okay, number two. Mr. Oren Scrivello singing, You'll Be a Dentist. Should I sing the whole song? Does, is, is that what we get it? Does he? Is that where we? Do we cut to him in the dentist office? Yes. Okay. As soon as this part, as soon as she says he's a professional, it goes. Dun, oh, dun, yeah. Dun. Then, then it, yes. And it and shows then, him on the motorcycle. I, I the laughed. only blue screen part of the whole movie. I laugh when he's so making hard. that. When he's like doing that yep. scrunchy face. I was watching this movie, so then it, it does. It cuts to. Be a dentist, the song. Yes. But so it cuts to <laughs> Steve Martin on a on a motorcycle, 
the you know pitch black right hair. in front of him black hair with a with like a green screen like city behind him and I immediately start dying laughing as soon as I see that. <laughs> it's so just the super funny. smug and like shitty. The whole song is so funny, dude. When I was younger, just compared to a kid. Steve Martin is sort of being like an Elvis. My mama character. noticed funny things. Elvis slash Fonzie singing a yeah. horrible song yes. about, <laughs> about abuse. Being a sadistic yes. dentist. Yes. Shooting puppies with a BB gun. I poison guppies when I was done. I take a pussycat, bash in its head. And then my mama said, and then what he makes his say? motorcycle stop. What did she say? Yeah. He she comes said, in my motorcycle. I think someday. He comes in on his motorcycle. He jumps off of it. His motorcycle goes stops five on more its own. feet. And then he looks at it <laughs> yeah. and it stops instantly. It's so fucking funny. Yes. It's such a hilarious character. Which they made just for the movie. Uh, yeah, because I watched parts of the original. Because the YouTube. masochistic guy was in the play and the show. And he was barely, but they made a whole yeah. character of the dentist for Steve Martin for the movie. It's, it's well so done. Good. It's so yes. fucking good. Also, all the doorknobs <laughs> in the office are exactly the height of his nurse's face. <laughs> And he keeps hitting her in the face with them. Yeah. <laughs> Just so fucked up, but hilarious. I said, my boy, I think someday you'll find a way to find your natural so, yeah. And also the idea of a dentist, so great. Everything. Oh, I know. Like, just a total, mm. like, lunatic, just huffing, laughing gas. <laughs> riding his motorcycle and in yes. just getting off on inflicting pain yes. on people. It's a so sadist. funny. Would you like your teeth done by the Marquis de Sade? <laughs> yeah. So that's who's been beating up Audrey this whole time. Yes. So we finally... He gets his own musical number. Uh, uh, and the mouth shot. Jesus H. Christ. Oh, right. We're talking One about the, the practical best. effects of his <laughs> right. movie. The mouth shot. Dude. Talking about moisture. comes into his office. He goes to start working on someone. He's singing the song. Be a dentist. It, it, say ah, as he gets in the guy's mouth and starts drilling. Yes, and you get a it looks camera real. shot from basically the back of a person's throat out their out their mouth, which you is see absolutely Steve Martin drilling with a what had to have also been a giant fake drill. Yeah, absolutely, a giant fake perspective drill. Yeah, it's an amazing shot it seemed like it like it back looked, then it seemed I was like a it was kid, a real mouth in fact it didn't occur to me till i was an adult that i was like wait a minute it would have to have been yeah they, they didn't put a camera they didn't put a fucking camera on some guy's throat and then you can see right. on the left side now that part of it is like kind of dry on the left side like they didn't get enough ky on that part right and like oh jesus it looks so real the teeth look real the drill looks real it's crazy him singing looks real but that had to have been the inside of a gigantic fucking mouth. Probably like a six foot. <laughs> yes. And I bet the drill he was holding had to have been like some weird, like the end of Absolutely. it was huge yeah. and the back of it was tiny and like probably crazy. Yeah. Amazing. And it works so well. It works. It's it's flawless. I mean, like. See, this, I mean, this is this. This I'll put as this a movie as a star witness. A star witness in my case for uh, 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 practical effects over CGI. CGI is, is a CGI. shot like this. 
Absolutely. This is the just, thing where you where you you're like this is so visceral and weird. We it also feels real. You don't even think about it. Yeah. At no point in this movie do you think that's an effect until you're us watching it and going, "Oh, it wait." It has to have been. Yes. Cuz that wasn't literally But that's like that. when you're watching Star Wars, I feel like you're thinking about it the whole time cuz you're just like, "I can't believe what I'm seeing." Yeah. And in this, because it doesn't take place in space, because it's, it's just, just like a perspective you've never seen yeah. before. And you're like of something you, you don't know. even consider the fact that they had a fucking two two ton puppet <laughs> By right. the end of the movie, twelve feet tall, singing perfectly convincingly at regular speed. Right. I don't know, man. Fucking nuts. Amazing. <laughs> We're back. We back. Back on that same train. Uh also, yeah, I said, wow, moisture. Lots. And it <laughs> works so well. Just get all get your special effects wet. They're good to go. Yes. So at the end of the song, he says, now spit. And dude spits, and you cut to Seymour in the back of Mushnick's dumping out some water. Right. It's a great transitional shot, just like the one up front with the yes. galaxy in the And bottle. then you hear uh, motorcycle revving, and then in, in the distance, you ha <laughs> Yeah, like ringing off like the rooftops. Like and then it gets Steve louder, Martin laughing louder. from the from the laughing like, gas, <laughs> and then he literally flies in from flies from in. over the top. Yeah, from the shot is basically this motorcycle comes flying out of the air yes. straight on top of from like I don't know ten feet up <laughs> at least, and then he lands, gets off the bike before it stops. You know, it stop. It, he hits the ground and stops instantly, and he just jumps off. Yes, it's so fucking funny. It's so oh. unnecessary and stupid, but it does. It fits the movie perfectly. Oh, it does. It's it's so great because <laughs> this movie could have been too over the top, or not enough over the top, and it it really hits a it, it hit a fine line of like doesn't matter, right? And at some points they acknowledge the singing, and at other points they don't. It really has. It's got fantastical elements mixed with realistic elements where yes. you're like, right. pretty seamlessly. It pretty really, seamlessly. Pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> Five stars. So goddamn funny. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Uh, so he flies in on his bike. He does fly in on his bike. And he <laughs> literally, he's like, he tries to walk into the shop and Seymour's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, we're closed. So what? Huh? And Steve Martin is very offended by this. Yeah. He's like, "Wait, I know you, like Seymour." No, he didn't say. He never says Seymour. I said Seymour. He's like Simon. Yeah. Stedman. Cecil. Cecil. And then Audrey kind of saunters yeah. in after he's about to get aggressive, and she's like, huh, "Seymour." He's like, "Somebody talking to you." Where he, even him in this movie, Menacing. takes it from funny to like, oh, this guy Menacing. is really bad. Yes. Like, when he talks to her, you're like, oh, okay. Right. Like, uh, this, is, <laughs> this is a little much. Even back in the day, this, these parts used to upset me. Yeah. And then he's, and she, he says, see more. It's like, he's like, oh, yeah. See, and then he, he goes instantly back into Goofy. He's like, you're the plant guy, right? So it must be in there. 
and he goes in. It's like, what? That's incredible. Like, he's so stupid. Hilarious. It's, 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 Even it's, that it's is an hilarious. Elvis. It's a Southern yes. Elvis voice. Yes. Oh, my. Like, he's he's clearly going for, like, an, a little bit of an Elvis. Yeah. 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 And he's just as amazed by yes, the plant doctor. as anybody else. No. She's yeah. like, yeah, yes. Yes, like, what? Yes, what's, doctor. What's his name? It's Audrey, too. He's like, oh, it's good. Catchy. Oh. Like, oh, yeah. And then she speaks again. And he's like, what? And he, she apologizes. says, sorry. Sorry, what? Sorry, doctor. Sorry, doctor. Yeah. Oh, man. Creepy. AF. Uh, he leaves. They leave. They get on his bike. He yeah. he has a bunch of laughing. He makes gas. her push the bike. Yeah. <laughs> He's sitting on it as she pushes it backwards to get in a position right. that he can go forward, which is as like degrading as I mean, right. like I'm sure it's happened. He does Some, laughing gla- yeah. gas. Then they bla- <laughs> blast off on his bike. Yeah. And Seymour walks into the shop, and he's like, you should see how he treats her, Dewey. He's calling the plant Dewey now. Oh, yeah. I thought he said Dewey. 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 He's rubbing rubbing the plant's moist lips. (laughs) It's true. He's like, oh, she deserves better. She deserves a prince. Uh." So he's like, like, I'm going to hit the sack. He's walking away. You see the plant kind of tilt. And as he's walking away. Yeah. Plant drops for one of many times throughout the film. Yeah, it's an, always it means something important is about to happen essentially. Right. And the plant says, "Feed me." That was good, by the way. Pretty good. Pretty. That was good. pretty good. I agree. I do. <laughs> we'll see. We're about to get into plant songs now. Yeah. Right. So party's over. Right. I better take a break. <laughs> yeah. Right. I used to. Uh, <laughs> on a nightly basis, ju- essentially just watch the plant songs. All I care about is the plant singing, right? And the ch- and the girls actually, I'd like that too. But sure. you know, I can deal with the rest of it. But the you're plant- not here for Audrey and also, Seymour. You're you're like they give you just the right amount because they leave you wanting a lot more of the plant singing. True. As I'm, wa- I'm like I wish we're halfway. In, we're about halfway in, and now the plant's finally yes. big enough to start talking. And I wish that the plant songs were longer. They're all short, and I'm like, fuck! I want there to be more of this plant song. They do a great because I think leaving you wanting more is what you want to do. Yeah. And every single plant song there is in this movie, I'm like, I wish there was more of this fucking plant song. Yeah. I want to hear the guy from the fucking. Because then the plant tops. would shut up and be normal. Yes. It's only showing itself to see more. Yes. So. Feed me. Feed me. He's like, Tui, you open your trap. Blah, blah, blah. You, you, you can talk. Yeah, like, feed me, Krillboard. Feed me now. You're like, oh, holy fuck. And then it's aggressive. the puppetry at this point, you're like, what? Holy fucking shit. Yeah. Mind blowing. Them, them, them moist, thick lips. Hmm. It's a weird thing to say, but it you is. Mean, you're not going to make any other statements accurate. after that. Nope, yeah. nope. <laughs> not a one. Good for you. Mm. <laughs> uh, but the plant does go back and forth at this point. The puppets, you can tell when there's the plant that's going to talk because the lips are moist and yeah. thick. 
Right. And then the upright plant where the lips are perfectly flat. Yeah, they're more in line. Yes. I'm going to inhale at that. Inhale at those moist lips. <laughs> <laughs> and exhale. That's right, boy. You can do it. Um, this song. So the plant starts singing, trying to convince Seymour to kill the dentist. Right. Which Seymour is uh, quickly convinced to do. Yeah, it doesn't take much convincing. There is a handful of things that the plant says at this part where sudden success around here. And when I was a kid, I was like, the sun also sets around here. I didn't know what he was saying. He's saying sudden success around here. He's attributing that to himself. He's like, he's like money, girls, one particular girl. And I used to think he was saying one bomb titty lard girl <laughs> because she had big boobs and i but he's saying one particular which i know now because i your my, brain has interpreted that i understand i've seen it enough times that i would be like <laughs> they wouldn't say that wouldn't go no. bomb bomb titty lard girl no, <laughs> like would, i don't think no, why would. would the plant say that the plant says a lot of things, but I don't think he's going to say that. No. He's saying <laughs> one particular girl. How about that, Audrey? Yeah. If you want a rationale. <laughs> I see, uh, if you want me to. By the way, stay tuned for the addendum to this podcast where it's just me singing the whole album. Oh, yeah. We're going to do the whole album from <laughs> yeah. top to bottom. Yes. Yeah, that's why By the way. We're just getting through the story now. Don't worry. I figured out how we're going to cast the sequel. Okay. Here we go. All right. Oh, not it's because it's not going to be a remake. It's going to be a sequel. Sequel. Okay. And you're going to be Seymour. All right. And I'm going to be the plant. Okay. The end. And it's like an alien versus predator situation. <laughs> yes. We're just like yes. battling each other. Huh. And I'll just go, ha, 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 It'll just be me the whole time. That plant laughs crazy many, many times. It does. And I was like, I laugh crazy sometimes. <laughs> Good. I'm like the plant. Yes. Um, uh, so a- after the song, after Feed Me Seymour, and the end of the song is them saying, the guy sure looks like plant food to me. They repeat that several times. The guy sure looks like plant food to me. <laughs> uh, that was me laughing or the plant. Take your pick. Same diff. Yep. Um, so Oren pulls up, breaks his bike. Audrey yeah, is chasing so. it. This is a, a very, and she's like, he's like, where's the Vitalis? She's like, I forgot. I forgot. I don't know what Vitalis is. That is what he's saying, I think, though. It's like, you forgot the Vitalis. And then she apologizes, chases him into the apartment, and then you're watching a silhouette of them. Right. And he's grabbing her by the arms. Smacking her around. And she's saying, sorry, doctor. Sorry, doctor. And he is like straight up beating her. Right. Which is really, when I was a kid, this part was like, I was like, yeah. Oh, oh my. This is, yeah. Oh this, my. Is a, this is a little much for my little eyes. <laughs> but luckily, he's about to get, well, not murdered. He's about to die. 
Um, so he decides Orrin Scrivello looks like plant food. Cut to the dentist's office. Yep. There's a girl screaming. And a guy in the waiting room. Who is Bill Murray? C- and Seymour is in the waiting room. Not yet. No, he's not yet. Not yet. You're right. This is C. Pre. Uh, yeah. Almost. He's almost in the waiting room. He doesn't show up until after Bill Murray goes in. Gotcha. And he's just out there to hear what's happening. Right. <laughs> so Bill Murray's in there waiting. Another and cameo. It's amazing, too. But it, it's really, truly. And it's pretty great. much all improv. Yeah. As Bill Murray is wont to do. And he is a masochist at a sadist dentist right. office. So he can't <laughs> on wait. On purpose. Oh, yeah, man. For the dentist to. He's very excited. He's sitting on his chair, <laughs> and a girl comes out, and <laughs> she's wearing the craziest fucking face. Mask. mask oh yeah it's just like she could be Metal a Batman contraption <laughs> yeah <laughs> all over her face yeah and bill murray's like oh yeah blah blah they have to do that to remove the jaw and he's very excited he's like i'm next i'm next whatever you say i'm next and steve martin is like uh nurse is that next she's like it's whatever you want i'm off duty nurse that got hit in the face Four times during his previous song by doorknobs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So he's next. He goes in and he's talking about dentists and how he went to one on Wednesday. And you're like, oh. He's like, and then she gave me a candy bar. And I was like, a candy bar? This is a reward I get for getting my teeth fixed? Blah, blah, blah. Cut to Seymour <laughs> uh, does finally walk into the dentist's office. Yeah. And what he hears is Bill Murray. Getting worked on, which is Bill Murray screaming with pleasure. Yeah. And then going, candy bars! Candy, candy bars! Bar, candy oh, bars! Oh, candy bars! <laughs> and it is truly funny, and it's pissing Steve Martin off yeah. the entire time. Yeah, like Steve Martin just wants to hurt him, but yep. he's loving it, so he keeps getting his crazy it, shit it out. He gets crazy, pulls out an even crazier contraption, <laughs> so and funny. Bill Murray has like an <laughs> orgasmic face. Like, to see the most horrible thing they could possibly do to him. Yeah, like, so Steve Martin, then he gets a drill out. And he's, <laughs> yes. like, it's really, like, rusty <laughs> yeah. and this and that. And, like, Bill Murray's, like, grabbing and clutching onto him like he's having sex with yes. him. Yes. It's very funny. Yes. It's very funny. It's very – and the way they <laughs> film that, it looks like they're fucking. Yeah. And it's, Bill it's, Murray's <laughs> grabbing his shoulders, like <laughs> – Digging yeah. his fucking nails and into him. And it's pissing Steve Martin <laughs> off so much. <laughs> Very funny. It pisses Steve Martin off so much that he makes him leave. Because yeah. he's about to do the drill on him. Yeah. He's like, what? He's like, you know what I like about you? Is your professionalism. He's like, get out. Mm-hmm. Get out. <laughs> Who's next? And he sees Seymour out there. Yeah. And he's like, come on. Brings him in so he can torture this guy. Right. You know? And he gets him in there. He's like, oh, we're going to have to pull out that tooth. He's like, what? No. Uh, Rick Moranis is very, does not want any part of this. Right. And he's like, Seymour, dental hygiene is very important. This could happen to you. And he turns the light on. And it's like a diseased baboon mouth mouth or some shit. Yeah. (laughs) Dog, baboon. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it is not good. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to need some gas for this. I'm going to need some gas for this. 
and as you would I'm going to put on my special gas mask. The Seymour's like, yeah, I didn't think you were going to use any. He's like, the gas isn't for me, yeah. Seymour. Isn't for you. It's for me. Sorry. Uh, he's like, I'm going to need my special mask for this. And he pulls out this crazy contraption. This contraption. <laughs> yeah. That he straps to his back to have a, a very significant pump of nitrous oxide right. going into his brain. As we've seen so far throughout the movie, he has... <laughs> Done copious amounts yes. of nitrous oxide. So now he has his whole getup he puts mm. on to really, I guess, enjoy himself. Yeah. So he's trying to work on Seymour, but he's getting so fucked up that he can't do it. Right. And Seymour brought a gun and to Seymour kill him. Seymour whips his fucking thirty-eight out of the pocket. To feed him to his plant. This is where you go as an objective observer. Uh-huh. You go, wait a minute. Seymour is not a good guy. In this movie, he's certainly his the pro- hands are dirty. In this movie, he's the protagonist of this movie, but he is not good. Especially what comes after this. Well, but no. In what way is he good? I know he murders and dismembers someone. <laughs> he does not murder them; they die on their own. True. So we just. But he definitely. So even better, yeah. His hands except are except he's clean. about to murder someone, but he doesn't, and he's a real terrible. I- abusive mean person so that's true so Oren scrivello has got his gas mask on i didn't know that was his name i don't think until this time watching I love it, it. Oren scrivello. scrivello great name <laughs> and this is my well, go-to karaoke song for me Oren that scrivello. is the Dennis song uh so seymour pulls out his gun he's like what's that a gun oh shit whatever he's, he starts laughing he's like, really hard yeah <laughs> <laughs> what I ever do to you? Yeah. And then he's like, just let me turn this gas off. And the knob comes <laughs> off. Snaps off. Mm-hmm. And you hear uh, the gas. Yeah. He's like, uh-oh. Yeah. Was, oh, <laughs> shit. And then he falls backwards. He says, what I ever do to you? <laughs> said, nothing. It's what you did to her. So I her. And then he gives a look. He's like, oh. It, oh. Her. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Then, then he, he croaks. Then he ODs and dies. Yes. <laughs> then there's no uh, documentation of this until the end, but uh, Seymour takes his lifeless body in a bag onto the L to get home. Yeah, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, because the next scene is him dragging his body down the steps of the L station. Right. We're like, oh, so he took the body onto the L? And it's clearly a body, like the feet are poking out. Which it's means human. that these are the hours that a dentist office was open. <laughs> oh, we're breaking it down, okay. my friend. We're it's breaking it down. We do. Yeah, it's worth noting. Yeah, he drags it down the stairs, and then accidentally lets go, and it's like, ding, 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 yeah. which is funny. Then he bonks the lifeless body's head onto the curb. It's also funny. Then he takes it behind the shop. In the back alley, which is back, yeah. which is very dramatically back. Well, not yet. He takes it through the store first because the plant oh, yeah. is like, the plant goes, feed me. And he's like, I know. And he has the body there and then he goes, chop it up. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God. So he's like, okay, okay. Uh, he takes it to the back with an axe, begins chopping the body up. Yeah. Well, Mr. Mushnik has been approaching this whole time. 
I don't know why. A storm is brewing. It's there's yeah. lightning flashing. So, uh, Mr. Mushtik happens upon this happening and sees the silhouette, at least, right. of Seymour with an axe throwing the axe, chopping up Oren Scrivello. Yep. And then there's a fun montage of Seymour feeding Oren Scrivello's body parts, clothes and all, and newspaper to the plant. I feel like maybe that was the first movie I saw someone dismembered in, probably. Yeah, maybe. Because he had his big biker boots on. You see, it's like in a garbage can. Yeah. He picks the boot up and, th- like, <laughs> yes. and it's like bloody chunks it's wrapped like early in newspaper. He's yeah. throwing it in. And again, Seymour's, or, uh, sorry, Audrey 2's mouth with like a leaf tongue and it's oh, all yeah. wet. It wet. seems like the Moist. like the inside of a biological living mouth. Yeah, it's yeah, very fucking it's, it's, it's all latex. All the colors and like purple. It's very amazing though. Moist. Yep. That's what moisture <laughs> is what matters, baby. It is. You want to make something realistic? Get it wet. Get it get it wet. Not lube just wet. Up. Not just with water. Get it you got to fucking lube that shit up. Yeah. So it's slimy drops. Yeah. It it doesn't matter it what reads it is. As, it reads as biological living tissue yes. on screen, no Absolute matter what. Absolutely, and it did in this movie. And that, that <laughs> scene <laughs> when they're throwing <laughs> the chunks into his mouth and like, yeah. it's very well done. Unsurpassed, I would Whoa. say. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, but breaking cool. news: <laughs> AJ Simmons has entered the podcast. <laughs> Player um, three has entered the podcast. So. Uh, after this happens, cut to a little more gentle music, and Seymour, they, they cut to his bed, which is empty, and then pan left, and then there's him sitting terrified over what he's done to the right. left of his bed, like, what the hell? And then you hear, like, radio noises, like, like from a, a cop radio, oh, and he yeah, looks yeah, out yeah. of his window. And he sees what's going on, and he sees Audrey out there talking to somebody, and he puts on his clothes, and he's tucking in his shirt, and he crosses the street, and he's like, Audrey, what's happening? She's like, I, nothing. He's like, no, Audrey, really? She's like, it's Oren. She's like, he's missing, and his office was in shambles. They suspect foul play. Like, oh, shit. Uh and he's then he's like, oh well, would it be so bad if something did happen to that guy? She and then gets they, all upset. She does get all upset, and oh, partially because she's like, no, it would be great. Thank God you did a good thing. See, I'm t- I'm calling him a bad guy, but she still thinks he's a good guy, right? Whether he did it or not. And then they sing "Suddenly Seymour." They go back to these r- ruins. These brick ruins. Yeah, bombed out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Post World War Two London. <laughs> yes, they which they are in technically. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. Pinewood Studios yes. in London. Uh, then they sing "Suddenly Seymour." Suddenly Seymour, standing beside you, don't need no makeup, wait a minute, yes you do, but not that much makeup, see, because it's a, yeah, I just wanted to sing, I'm really excited, you can listen to the, there's going to be an additional podcast. Yeah, no, we're going re- to release the <laughs> soundtrack, but <laughs> yes. just hold on. Uh, but they sing Suddenly Seymour. Separate. And they're in love, and they're going to get married. 
Uh, he proposes at the end of it. And he's like, I didn't know what was going on. And she doesn't know what he's talking about. He's like, this isn't what anybody wants because he freaked out. At, did I, am I zigzagging all over the place? Because he freaks out after, because there's another montage of hyper success. He's on the cover of Life magazine. Oh, yeah, he's blown the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. People can't get enough. Yeah. Life magazine, he's going to get a TV show. Uh, the plant is fucking huge now. The day after it eats Mr. Mushnik and yeah. Oren Scrivello. Yeah. The plant is like 12 feet tall now. The biggest the plant gets. And he walks in the next day after he talks to Audrey. So he talks to Audrey. There's probably, they sing Suddenly Seymour. And then there's the montage of the success. And then he walks into the store and he's wearing a suit. And there's a interviewer there waiting to be like it's like Seymour Crowborn, the new host of Seymour Crowborn's gardening tips oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like no no and then he freaks out and then they sing suddenly Seymour again no 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 <laughs> yeah now wait a minute suddenly Seymour Goes into yeah, suddenly Seymour, and then it's nighttime again because he walks home, and when he walks in, oh yeah, this is where he kills Mister Mushnik. We completely skipped that part, and it's my well, favorite we, song. We mentioned it, but we did mention it. What song do they sing with the Mister Mushnik uh, part? It's supper time. I think it's supper time. Yes. It's like, come on, come on. Ain't no time to be squeamish. I swear on all my spores. When he's gone, the world will be yours. Yeah. Come on, come on. It's like a whisper song as Seymour is walking back in after seeing Audrey because Mr. Crowborn or Mr. Mushnick comes and is like, Seymour. This is also Mr. Mushnick not being a bad guy because he witnessed him chopping the body up. So this is a scene I just skipped. Yeah, he's like, why don't you get out of here? He's like... Uh, I'm gonna take the plant. Give me Seymour Crowborn's plant tips. Tell me how to take yeah. care of the plant. Yeah, you can and go yeah. lay low for 30, yeah. 40 years. 30, 40 years, and meanwhile the plant's going. Come on, come on. He's Ain't opening no his mouth. Seymour pushes yeah. him in. He's got your number now. Yeah, it's good. It's my favorite song. It's very short. It's so good that you forgot the whole. I thing. did, but it, it's. There's a lot going on right now, Alex. I agree. Ain't got nowhere to hide. Ain't got nowhere to run. Yeah. I think it's supper time. I think it's supper time. Crailborn, Crailborn. That's a lady singing again. Crailborn, Crailborn. No time to be squeamish. <laughs> lady? The ladies are singing the background for the plant. I swear on all my spores, when he's gone, the world will be yours. Yes, they dip out of the darkness. It's very yes. cool scene. They have like sequins dresses on. Yes. They're singing, they're prancing around, and then they fade back into the darkness. Yeah. And then the plant is prominently displayed. And then 
after Mushnik threatens him, oh, not threatens him, gives him a way out because he did. I mean, he didn't murder Oren Scrivello, but he did chop his body up and feed him to a plant. He totally gave him an out, and he and, and Seymour made, made a real dick move and just murdered. But him. they make Mushnik seem like the bad guy in the context of the movie, where in the reality. Seymour is the bad guy. Seymour is the bad guy. I'm 100% in this movie. Yes. And he backs Mr. Mushin again. He's like, he's like, I don't know. Give it minerals. Just water it every day. And as it's happening, as he's backing up, he's like, yes, yes. The plant's giant fucking mouth is opening. And he's like, yeah. And just whatever you do, yes, whatever you do. And then Mr. Mushnik turns around and he goes, looking directly into the gigantic plant's mouth, goes, what the hell is this? And then it goes, with that almost exact sound, bites down. Seymour is horrified by this happening because his, essentially his father, right? he just fed to a fucking plant. Answer (sighs) me this, though. Riddle me this, my brother. Can you handle it? When that big plant that is mostly a mouth eats a 200 pound person where does he go i was that's i wrote like cookie monster syndrome where he's like meeting all these cookies but they're clearly all falling out of his mouth he's not eating the plant they go in but or especially earlier movie ruined aj i just did it right there when the plant is even smaller and it eats a whole person yeah where are these where are these 200 pounds of peeps going nowhere Nowhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he swallows him whole, you're like, the bottom of this plant is not the size of a man. Right. This movie is unrealistic. This movie with the singing plant <laughs> is some straight up bullshit. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah, got him. Got him. <laughs> Take it down. We just fucking took the whole fucking mm-hmm. singing plant movie down from outer space. The singing plant from outer space movie is some real bullshit. Yep. <laughs> Not even sore. Also, from the time Seymour talks to Audrey that day to the time that he leaves her place, he goes there first thing in the morning, being terrified in his basement apartment. And when he leaves, it is nighttime. What uh, the timeline was of this that movie a, is? Was that a Sunday? Uh, yeah. What the hell was going on? Yeah. What were they doing all day? They sing suddenly Seymour, and then it's just like now it's nighttime. They were singing that song for 12 hours? Yeah. Suddenly, Seymour. Shut up. <laughs> you were doing this for five hours. <laughs> Sorry, we only got seven more to go. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, the plant also laughs quietly several times and smirks. He goes, <laughs> which I thoroughly enjoy. Uh, where is all this food going? I wrote that down, by yeah. the way, right when you said it. Success montage happens now. We went through this. Success montage. Life magazine. Blah, blah, blah. Marry me, Audrey. No plants. Uh, he's trying to sneak out. Now he's back at the shop the day they're going to get, the night before they're going to get married. Yeah. Seymour's like, let's go get married. Let's just run away together. He's yes. going to get a, he's going to get a big check from the, this TV, the TV people that yep. want to have and then uh, run away. They yeah. want to have Seymour Krellborn's gardening tips on a network. Right. So he thinks they're going to hand him a check. Then they're going to run away and live happily yes. ever after. And, uh, not a great plan. So he has to go into back to the shop to get his stuff, presumably. 
and on his way out, mm-hmm. he's there's also several scenes in this where it's showing feet kind of clicking very uh like ASMR over stuff. Yeah. I understand. It happens what you're with saying. her twice. Yeah. It happens with him at least once when he's trying to walk over walk the plant. Over vines. And yep. here's an ASMR thing from me to you. Oh. Uh I loved that part. Something about the clicking of his feet walking over the plant when I was a kid. Every time I'd be like, I, I love it. You recognize that as a kid? Oh, yeah. It's clicking clicking sounds like hard T's and S's and K's when I was a kid. Something absolutely fucking lootly. You like Michael Jackson? Yes. Is that Michael Jackson? No. I don't know what it was. No one does. Chamawa. <laughs> I used to have my friend explain spy tech equipment to me because I liked listening to him talk. That's how weird I was. And he had a very S and K menswear voice. <laughs> Wear voice. This is S and K. That's why he went that's why he wanted to work at S and K. Probably is why. <laughs> yes. Um so he's trying to sneak out. And the plant wakes up. Feed me! It falls down. Feed me! This is this plant is fucking gigantic now. Yeah, and he's like, Ugh. like eye rollingly, like, you know what? He's like, I'm gonna go down to the store and get you some ground round. The plant perks up. Don't do me no favors. It's like, uh, okay. So he leaves. And another amazing part of this movie is uh, as soon as Seymour leaves. The plant is like, kind of laughs again, <laughs> and goes, Mrr! pulls itself, extends all of its vines. There were fifty oh, they go blasting out of the pot. Not yet. Oh, well, yes, no, not yet. Not yet. There's fifty fucking puppeteers working on this plant right now, in real life. Fifty puppeteers, and they know the the vines of this plant were the most advanced puppeteering. Anyone has essentially ever done at the time, which is crazy because you think its head would be the most advanced thing, and they're like, "No, the vine stuff that's going on is the most advanced stuff." That guy's a pretty wild feeling to be like one of like fifty people all working this giant dude, fucking the thing. The background, the video, they're all like killing it, like it's up there, and you're like, "No, yeah." Like a couple guys are up here going real fast, and a couple of guys are in the back, like with their arms. You know, it's all fucking like. I swear to you, they had to do it with timing. Weird. And you watch the background videos of this with, with the crew. It looks like everyone is on a fucking exercise machine. They're all like arms back and forth, like full extension. Like, how about this? Like working that this? shit out. Fucking nuts. How about what if Jim Henson actually learned like satanic magic, and he can just do all the Muppets like with with magic, but he has to keep it low key, so he just like. Hires people to be like puppeteers for him. <laughs> so it's like, just act like you're working this thing. So that's actually, you're it's trying to tell me the plant's really alive. It. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's, yeah. Maybe that's yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I think I that think might right. be what's happening. I they think he's got to uh, moisten its lips every once in a yeah, while to keep I, I it. Think Jim Henson was actually <laughs> like a satanic. Jim Henson uh, didn't even, wasn't even involved in this movie at all. No, but he's the one that started it all. He is. And they were Henson. Puppeteers. His son was. His son was. His he, son was one of the puppeteers. But he was not the head guy. But they all were. They all came from Henson's workshop. 
Every one of them. All of them satanic black magic artists. Except for the fucking engineers that also worked on it. No, it's just a bunch of hippies doing making pentagrams uh, on the floor, and then the fucking giant no. puppet would come to life uh, <laughs> by Satan's magic. That's um, how it works. I think I just um, figured it out. Um. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the plant's working again. Yeah, it's weird. I know all these people exercising <laughs> in the background. That's why. Wink. <laughs> it was really. <laughs> this is the Exorcist Part Four. <laughs> it's really the dark power of the uh, Prince of Darkness. Uh, we learn how to harness it. But yeah, so the plant calls Audrey after Seymour leaves. And what is? Hey, little lady, hello. And she's like, what? I think you're mighty sweet. And she's like, Seymour. She's like, no, it ain't Seymour, bitch. It's me. <laughs> and then she looks, and there's a gigantic fucking plant through that window. window that is, they didn't, ain't no CGI, baby. It's the fucking amazing. The plant dialing the phone, um, putting the change in, tapping its tapping fingers. Tapping its fingers. Holding the the long cord, that the plant Very had to well move done. closer. Very this well is done. that the plant had to extend its vines to move closer to the phone, yeah. because it was a corded fucking phone, dude. Amazing, tapping its fingers, digging through the cash register to find the right See, there's coin. Any change in there. <laughs> Amazing, really great. Such Top attention notch. to detail. It's very, really. It was very. Uh, what Mama 30 sweet. years later yes. it was very noticeable you're like that is very even, well even cuz then that would have all been like yeah duh and now it's like they just did like a parody of calling someone in 1986 right weird we're living uh, in the future yeah we are we're living in the end days so That's all true. we got is to remember the good times like when a plant tried hello. to uh Make a phone call. I think you're mighty sweet. Uh, and the plant wants to get some uh, Audrey, you know? The plant is horny. I can tell you that much. Horny for to eat Audrey. Also, you're not 100% sure. It was the, trying to eat ass earlier in the movie. <laughs> literally. It was literally trying to eat ass. Yeah. The plant is a perv. And she does finally come over, and she's got her uh, watering can. And he's like, I need some water in the worst way. Because he's got that, like, Philly accent or whatever. Is that Philly? Woist? Woist. So it's the plant's accent. I think it's Motown The space Philly. plant. Uh, and she's got, she's like, okay, let's go. And the plant's like, oh. And then he, like, puts his vine up her skirt. Yeah. And feels her up and then starts pulling her in. This is where... If you've seen the director's cut of this movie, by the way, the director's cut, the original version of this movie, uh, Plant Wins. We'll get to that. All right. I watched that today. But this is where it starts making a difference, especially in the original movie. We'll go through the original first. All right. So he pulls her in, and she's like, all right, let's go. Uh, And he's like, oh, feeling her up. Wow, he's trying to put her... Into his mouth. Well, she arrives. And he is eating her. <laughs> he is he is eating Audrey. Right. Which okay, so when he ate Mushnik, like when he was um, when he was like 
<laughs> wow, that's aggressive. But is that how this a sound that happened? It is. It was funny. <laughs> when Mushnick was in with his just his bike by his knees, yeah. he was dead. It was over. But no, no. Audrey, Mushnick was still screaming as he was in the plant till he went down. I swear to you. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. He's, he's screaming the whole time. All right. Withdrawn, Your Honor. I swear to you. I, I th- No, you're right now that you mention it. Yeah. But anyway, so like Audrey is up to her knees like or inside this thing. Her feet are hanging out, basically. Well, that's where are the internal organs of this plant? <laughs> Apparently. Does it have organs? It's a plant. Yeah. I don't fucking know. It has organs enough to almost instantaneously dissolve a 180-pound <laughs> human being, which yes. is pretty significant. Pretty significant. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah, the plant is eating her. And uh, luckily, Seymour comes back right in time with his ground round. To see her ankles out, basically. Yeah. Knees out. She, all the way down to her knees, like you just said. She should be mostly dissolved by now. Yes. And Seymour grabs the plant's bottom lip, because the plant is fucking gigantic, pulls it down, and manages to open its mouth and pull Audrey out. And Audrey's pretty fucked up, but not that fucked up. And the plant yeah. laughing yet again. <laughs> yeah like i'm doing i guess i'm laughing that's why i'm gonna be the plant in the sequel alex you're gonna be seymour you're gonna be old seymour i'm gonna be the plant this is why normally i take the submissive roles not this time not this time this time i'm the fucking plant i'm seymour this time yeah i'm going down. yeah so- <laughs> We'll have to do a no sleep right. version of uh, a <laughs> yeah. commercial for this. Yes. Yeah, we'll oh, do no yeah. sleep theater. Oh, little lady, hello. We'll do, a, we'll do a scene from Little Shop of Horrors where Alex is old Seymour and Toll is a young plant that eats him. I'll be I'll still be an old plant. Be an old <laughs> alien mama plant. <laughs> but he does manage to rescue Audrey. Um uh, pulls her out of the clutches. And he's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And she's like, I'm fine. No. And they go back to the brick ruins. Yeah. And start singing Suddenly Seymour again for about 30 seconds. Very funny. Like, Dude, out of the blue, you know just who the, go right oh, in see? the middle of it. I was so going to go to the director's cut again. Because they had to change actors because they had to film the scene again. Mm. It was originally the dad from Strange Brew. Paul Dooley got replaced by Jim Belushi. That's who it was? <laughs> it, it was the girl's dad from fucking Strange Brew. <laughs> and it got, re- by the way, at the time, got replaced by like, oh, they went from Paul Dooley to Jim Belushi? Upgrade. Yeah. And now it'd be Good like, time. you got you replaced me with Jim Belushi? Who, what am I, a fucking idiot? <laughs> like oh man you cut me out of this movie and put jim belushi in instead oh my god did my brain quit (laughs) actually i got i still got it's funny i hate it according to jim but and a shitload of jim belushi movies but uh he did make a lot that dude could uh that guy could uh ride some coattails like nobody's biz (laughs) You know what I'm saying? 
I mean, uh, he rode. His brother died, and he was like, you know what? I got this. <laughs> he was charming. I used to prefer, when I was a kid, it was like, when I was a kid, I preferred Jay Leno to Johnny Carson. Whenever Jay Leno was guest hosting, I would be like, nice. Right. And uh, whenever I saw Jim Belushi, I was like, thank God it's not John Belushi. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, That's think back said. and you go, hmm. whoops, may have may nah, have been nah. wrong about that. I'm one. okay with Jim Belushi, man. I I saw a couple things about him recently. He has a big pot farm now, right? Yeah, he does in Oregon, in yeah. Portland. Somebody I know. Did you see Noriko Ott? Who? A comedian from Portland. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope I uh, yeah, just posted a picture from one of his friends seeing Jim Belushi. At a fucking protest. Oh, cool. And he was he asked him to take his mask off so they could take a picture, and he did. Fucking sweet. And I was like, my opinion has really changed very yep. quickly. In All fact, I never on. really I never really disliked Jim Belushi. I just didn't like according to Jim. Sure. That's and fair. also collateral whatever whatever Russian fucking dumbass movie him and Schwarzenegger made. The Red Heat? sucks, yes. Ah, that's a good movie. No, it, it really, really isn't. But we should do okay, it. Okay, I Let's, saying uh, that's a good movie is a is a big, no is one, a very generous yeah. step. If, that uh, yeah, if Alex say. says anything is good, know that it's bad. Except right. for this movie. Fair enough. No, that isn't fair. <laughs> uh, but, because I've also probably said Red Heat is good. Arnold, you don't do you get to play a Russian because you're an Austrian? It's like if you know how accents yeah. work, it doesn't really make it's like oh uh, hello. It sounds foreign. Hello. I am uh, I'll, yeah, I'm Russian. I'll, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. I'm from, I'm like, from Russia. It's weird. This guy doesn't sound Russian at all. He sounds like a like an Austrian. Maybe maybe he's German? I don't know, but he, he's definitely not Russian. Duh. Hello. Yeah. All right. Uh, they got rescued. They try to sing Suddenly Seymour. Jim Belushi shows up and is like, hey oh, it's going to be bigger than the hula hoop. They want to cut yeah. leaf cuttings off of the plant, grow them, and sell them. So everyone in, everyone around the world can have their Thousands. own Audrey, too. And suddenly Rick Moranis, Seymour, and Audrey realize, he's like, Audrey, are you thinking the same thing I'm thinking? And she goes, I think so. Because it's the 86, and women aren't allowed to think as properly as men. Uh, <laughs> those were the days, you know? Sure, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, he's like, it's going to be bigger than hula hoops. Plant cuttings of the super famous plant. And they realize this is what the plan was. All to get along. this plant super famous so that it can make cuttings, and then it would take over Earth. Because everyone, who wouldn't be like, you know what? This blood-sucking plant, I'll give it some blood. Guess what I would do? Toss it in the fucking fire. Smart move. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, this plant this plant seems to just actually would you? I don't know. What if an... Or would you start murdering people and feeding it to it? <laughs> I mean... Because that's where Seymour does. Well, I mean, so, you know what? I it say seems that. like you wouldn't, but when you have basically a human garbage disposal at your fingertips, yeah. take, maybe Take you... what I say with a grain of salt, because uh, currently I murder people and feed them to my cat. 
and right. it takes forever. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. To have that kind of yeah. raw power at your yeah. fingertips. I know. You know. And I'm like, Paulo, come on, man. How much gravy do you need, you know? <laughs> takes him like four or five weeks. <laughs> yeah. You know? It is. It's a slow process. It but, is. Uh, luckily, several of the people I hate are dead. Well, there you go. Ah, I shouldn't have said that on the podcast. But okay. There's no evidence. You're gonna have to go to the dump. It's gonna take forever to find my cat's turds. <laughs> makes sense. Ah, uh, does. If you really think it? about it. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it does make a lot of sense. <laughs> I'm feeding dead people to my cats. I murder them. My cat eats them. It takes a long time. And Absolutely. then, yeah, there's no, you could never find them. Case closed, Your Honor. <laughs> yeah. The defense rests. <laughs> Case closed indeed. Ah, all right. Well, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, I'm not. I mean, I am. I just feed the dead. I mean, the people, you know, sometimes people I don't like accidentally die, and I feed them to my cat. My cat that doesn't even like me. So don't worry. When I die, my cat will eat me too. Oh yeah, you'll be the you'll be the next victim. Yeah. So it's fine. Everything's uh, everything's even. One hundred percent. I'll be the next turds in the dumpster. <laughs> right. Turds here, dumpster. Here we be. Shit. Well, know it's you because the turtle will be smoking. <laughs> like there, right there. Yeah. There he is. <laughs> is that, does that turd have a cigarette? Oh, yeah. There, why does why does that turd have eight <laughs> cigarettes inside of it? Like, oh, no reason. <laughs> I know who that is. That is clearly digested Toll McCrane. <laughs> <laughs> There's also what is is that a, is that the cap of a bottle of Paramount <laughs> rum? Probably. This is what was wrong with this cat? Why did he eat this? Uh, yeah. So anyway, Seymour's like we no. Uh, Audrey says we've got to stop it because they realize what's going on, and Seymour says no, I do. So Seymour goes back into the shop where the plant is as big as it's ever been and ready to fuck shit up. Uh, it starts uh, breaking off its pot. Yeah. I don't know if we're doing all Busting this. out. Busting out. Gross. Those little roots make you feel gross. It's like the plant is naked in a negative way. Like it's a, gro did not like it's a gross so. dude with a huge D. That. And you're like, oh, is it a fat guy with the, just take his pants off? Yuck. Huh. My brain did not register any of that, so that's... that's didn't seem uh, gross? No, it just seemed like, oh, man, the plant's blowing up. Check it out. You think Toll, little... Meanwhile, Toll's like, old man dicks. Yeah, it's a little root body. Ugh. I thought it was gross. I still, I always have. I was kind of scared. Like, I don't know. It goes back to my childhood. Just hit you wrong. It's a little, yeah. Just, uh, it looks really naked, and it's got like little root hairs coming naked. off of it. How does it not? The plant just took off its only clothes. Do plants have clothes? A living plants that have a pot the whole time? Yes. So 
So pots are the clothes. <laughs> Pot is your clothes. Oh, that's a oh, that's a oh, you and Emma, get out of here. All right. Let me finish this podcast myself. Just kidding. World conquest. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. Uh, so he starts singing another good song. Which one is it now? You don't know what you're messing with. Oh. You got no idea. This is like the song. The mean green mother from outer space, and now I'm bad. I used to love this song when I was a kid. Oh. I taped it off the great. radio, and I listened to it all the time. I, I taped the Spaceballs theme song off the radio. <laughs> look at uh, look how cool we were back in the 80s. <laughs> oh, man. We like terrible songs. <laughs> uh, I'm a mean green mother from outer space, and now I'm bad. Green man. Uh, I don't come from no black lagoon. <laughs> And now all the pods, all the spores are alive. Yeah. Little, singing little as well. Brussels sprout singing background singing. for a mama plant. Going, huh. Yeah. I'm across the stars and beyond the moon. I'm mean and green. And I am bad. bad. Mm-hmm. Big, big number. Really big. It, the plant fucking kills it. And then they start uh, <laughs> shooting. Then the plant starts the plant shooting vines through the ground. Yeah. This is where the film they're like they like changed film stock though. It even when I was a little little kid, this part bothered me because I felt like as soon as they show like the what they filmed clearly in like higher uh resolution, yeah, seemed like it didn't fit in the movie. I didn't realize that until watching it this time what that was. Right? Because they had to film it slower and or faster yeah. to show it go in and then come out and then like the ground breaking and it was like, it doesn't look like the rest of the movie at all. Right. Yeah. It's very jarring. You're like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Now, okay. Now it looks normal again. But, but it's also okay because it's the end and it, I don't know. And it was some groundbreaking special effects shit, you know? Mm. I don't know. Fight, fight, fight. Fine, fine, fine. Pulls Seymour's pants down. Uh, then oh, the part when he goes, when he when he says, "You got the point." Nature calls, or you got nature calls. You got the point. I'm gonna bust your balls. And then shoots that vine he right below a, his balls. To me, it looks like it went right through, through his, his penis. balls. It looks like yes. It, it looks. I like thought it, that, dude. Every time I watch it, and every time I will ever watch it, I'm like. He just ripped his fucking it balls off. It looked like he blew his entire dick off his body. <laughs> yes. It wasn't like the classic, like, right below, and you look no, down, and you're like, whoa. it goes through his underwear. It, it looked like, like it went right through I'm his gonna pelvis. I'm going to bust your balls. And it looked like it went through his pelvis. Like, oh, fuck. He just blew his dick yeah, right off. That's what you think. Yeah. Never. That apparently isn't what happened. Okay, but so I, as I soon thought, as he does that. I wonder if you're going to agree with me on that. I fully that, do. That was thought very... about that. I think about that <laughs> always and forever, my friend. That'll be our thing we always think about. There's a handful of things in this where I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. It looks like it goes through his dick. It really does. Straight up, like, through, and it goes... I guess they're like, we're doing this on one take. So it was too high, but that's it. And it went through his underwear, so they're like, yep, this counts, I guess. It looks like we just removed... He didn't bust his balls. He blew his penis off his body. I'm going to bust your balls. Yeah. Uh, And then he freaks. And then the plant is like, 
and he's like, you're never going to get away with this, or you're kind of never done. I forget what leads the plant to say, oh, no, never mind. He already said no shit, Sherlock. So now the plant pulls the whole building down. All of his vines are out. Yeah, he's, like, pulling the, like. Wrapping around, like, all of the fucking structure yeah. of the building. Yeah. Uh, wrapping his vines around it. Pulls it in. The whole building fucking collapses. Onto. Onto Seymour, who we were like, I think he's dead. And his most heroic scene of the movie is climbing up out of the bricks yep. and then showing a cut shot to him having a huge frayed power line. Yeah. And just going bonk, setting on one vine of the plant. Yeah. And then guess what we see? 80s blue lightning, Blue bitch. lightning like a motherfucker. <laughs> like nobody's biz. I was so excited. because I, re- I couldn't remember. I'm like, what happens? What yeah. happens? And I'm like, oh, baby. 80s blue lightning like a motherfucker. All over Audrey 2. All up in it. Yeah. And then the plant, blue mouth lightninged up, goes, oh, shit. <laughs> and then just vaporizes. Like, there's no plant parts. No, there's it, nothing. The it pl- just turns into a bunch of sparks. The plant disappears and then overlaid explosion in a yeah. terrible effect. That was all. It's not a terrible effect, oh, but it doesn't yes, make any it sense. Is. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. It makes that the sense. Plant would it makes about as much sense yeah. as anything else. So you're like, sure. That's yeah, it doesn't happens. matter. But I wouldn't call it a bad effect, though. Mm, I would. Is all I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. And uh, plant's dead. The end. And it's such like a kind of a cop out. But then you realize now. Well, let's finish the movie. Yeah. So hugs right. Audrey. Blows meets up. Audrey. <clears throat> plant blows up. Ends with them in uh, somewhere that's green. Yeah. They literally walk into that set. The house. The lawn. Goofy fucking set. On purposefully. Yes. Very simplistic. Yes. Stylistic. Uh, and they're going to be happily happy ever after until they pan out and right behind their white picket fence yep. is a little plant little Audrey little too baby Audrey too smiles which to great effect yeah the, the fact that they can they make had, a little puppet do oh, that make yeah. a smile that realistic it wasn't smiling when the scene started and when it smiles you're like how the fuck I mean, I guess the satanic it's not, black magic yeah, from Jim yeah, Henson. Yeah, it's like oh, I will die from AIDS for this. <laughs> well, was it AIDS? It wasn't AIDS. No. <laughs> it was the flu or pneumonia. <laughs> I think. He was fifty. It was AIDS. He was fifty in the eighties. He was fucking Oscar the Grouch. He got AIDS. <laughs> uh, he was the dirty one. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, yeah, come on down. I got needles down here and everything. (laughs) Was Frank Oz Oscar the Grouch? Probably. He was Miss Piggy. Was he Oscar the Grouch? He was Miss Piggy. He was Fozzie. He was fucking uh, Grover. He was fucking Grover. Yeah. Oh, hey. He was fucking Grover. Grover. Dude, Grover and Yoda had the exact same voice. Yeah, and he was fucking them. Oh, that's how he got the voice for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, the monster at the end of this book is Frank Oz. He's been fucking me this whole time. I, I'm eight. 
<laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's terrible. You guys remember that book, though, right? The book was about getting fucked by Jim Henson. <laughs> I don't know if don't, I read that Don't book. turn the page. Don't turn the page. There's a monster at the end of this book. <laughs> he gave him a weird monster disease. <laughs> I uh, Man, I don't remember that at all. The monster at the end of this book was an all-time classic for my, no, my I do, demographic. I do remember that book, yeah. yeah. I also remember the, your turn the He didn't it. want you to turn the page because there was a monster at the end of the book. The monster at the end of the book was Jim Henson fucking Grover in the ass. <laughs> the real monster. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, right. This is why people listen for the payoff. Uh, the monster at the end of the book was just Grover, by the way. Let me, uh, in case anyone is worried that the children's book ended with Jim Henson fucking Grover in the ass. And Frank Oz just looking on like, this is how I earned that black magic. <laughs> it was like hereditary, you know? You got to volunteer your kids. <laughs> uh, if you've seen hereditary, that would make more sense. <sighs> But yeah, movie over. Black Magic, Jim Henson, AIDS. Yep, that's uh, that's pretty much all you can say about this movie. Mm, pretty much. <laughs> Black Magic. There's my review. Black Magic, Jim Henson, AIDS. Not one of those things had anything to do with the movie, but they you get it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you add them all up. It's like a cumul- cumulative <laughs> effect right there. Yes. Oh, hey. Mm. Ah, uh, hey. Oh, I can't. I can't. Do it. <laughs> I was going to try to do a Fozzie voice. <laughs> Fozzie. Uh, hey, Kermie. Hey, Kermie. Uh, That's close. Waka. Nope. Nothing. It's not coming. Waka Flocka. It's not coming. Waka Flocka Flame. Waka Flocka Flame. Fuck no, it was the best movie of all time. Yes, this is really great. We knew great. it going in. It was very enjoyable. It completely holds up. It's its own little... I mean, it's a musical. And I don't really generally... Well, no, I do like some musicals. I love this musicals. This was a very easy musical to because enjoy. Because it's so... The music it's is so very good. entertaining. The special effects are yeah. so good. And even if you're not... Because when I was a kid, I wouldn't... I wasn't like, oh, you know what I like? Musicals. You know what I did like? Little right. fucking shop of horrors. Because my idea, like before little, little shop, of horrors, shop of horrors, music, the main musical was like uh, um, Sound of Music. Yeah, I like. like I mean, I although my mom loved Rodgers and Hammerstein. Also, I love Jesus Christ do. Superstar. Uh, don't get me started on that again. Well, let's let's do that again. You know how uh, Jesus died? How's that? Uh, he got AIDS from Frank Oz. <laughs> uh, hey, Jesus. <laughs> is that what that movie's about? Uh, it is. Yeah, I yeah. Did, uh, you know, uh, maybe I'll get a watch. I'll yeah. give that a, a, <laughs> another, a another shot. Yeah. Now that I know that. The monster. <laughs> okay. That right. changes everything. Yeah, yeah. Um,. All right, now we can talk about the alternate ending. Yes, yeah, so that's the, the original movie, ending, as you, as I've always seen it. 
Uh, and today I watched for the first time. You can watch it on YouTube. The whole thing's there. The alternate ending, the actual, the original ending of this movie. They had to change it because audiences hated it. Yeah. Uh, and this again, this was the biggest, the most expensive movie Warner Brothers had ever made to date. And I imagine so did part a of the reason is because they had to refilm. Like, hey, this fucking ending blows. It doesn't blow though. It's amazing. No. It's really neat looking. It's crazy but the plants win uh seymour sacrifices audrey to the plant seymour also gets killed by the plant the plant eats seymour yes it's quite a scene uh you didn't you told me you missed the scene where he literally sacrifices audrey to the plant yeah they, i didn't see she that. was that already dead the they play it's like a burial scene except for the burial is in the plant's mouth and then the plant's mouth after this plant slowly puts Audrey into its mouth, its mouth slowly closes as they're playing the dramatic music from the movie, where it's like, dong, dong, like the, and the plant's mouth slowly closes, and you're like, what in the flying <laughs> fuck did I just watch? This took a turn. Crazy. The plant wins, and then the plant turns into a bunch of Godzilla plants that are taking over the earth. Yeah, you cut to... <laughs> so basically... In the movie where Seymour almost shoots him, but then the plant takes the gun. And yep. In the movie, Seymour shoots the plant. The plant, it doesn't matter. He takes the gun. He ends up, he has grabbed Seymour and then swallows him whole. Yep. Gulp. And then you cut to uh, Audrey 2's uh, for sale all around the country. Everyone's buying them up. And because. The three singers are back yep. basically singing. Singing in front of an American flag. Yeah. At it, one point. A giant, a gigantic, where the whole backdrop is an American flag. Yeah. And they're singing about, like, consumerism in America. <laughs> right. They're, it's uh, fucking nuts. Which it had, and then, and The it, movie had more depth. It did, yes. And <laughs> the end really shows that. Oh, my God. They spent one-fifth of the budget was this final scene yeah. of the movie, which they cut because the audiences hated it so much. Then where you see a couple of a couple of different Audreys going like uh, marshmallow, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man down the streets. More than a couple. It's like I fucking, know, but they show it's more. Like eight. I mean, there's yeah. tons of them, but they show like a couple going down. They're and the knocking down buildings. And even it's in those scenes, effects that are mind blowing. Yeah, yeah, crazy. They're all over the place. Like just the the final scene of the movie is one climbing on top of the Statue of Liberty and like. Uh, helicopters are flying around it and, and to stuff. think in 86 that is fucking nuts that scene if I would have seen that back then would have blown my mind it's just, it's just cool now You're like, would oh, you cool. have liked it I would have been like what the fuck is wrong with this movie I I'm would have eight. been that way too yeah it would have been a completely different movie I understand they, they made the right choice I oh mean, they made a crowd pleasing movie rather than a crowd like you know, they're like hey crowd hey yeah. fuck you yeah Here's the end of the movie. I would have, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just crazy that it was so big and changed the story so much. And there and people are like, we don't like when the people don't fall in love and live. So they changed it to that. And they made it from this huge ending to right. one scene, one fit with uh, the putting least. the wire onto the plant and right. then being like, we're in love. The end. Right. Right. Like, whoa. A fifth of the movie's budget but just it works. wasted. But it works great. Crazy. Fucking nuts. So, yeah, you can check that out on YouTube. The alternate slash original ending to Little Shop of Horrors. 
I gotta say, uh, I thought I was gonna sing more, but I was. I've been drinking so much that I. Can't You'd have to watch it a whole words. bunch more times. Little honeymoon, Bob. I know that Little part. Uh, 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 uh. Do want, should we do a medley? Ring a ling ting, what I can to be happening. <laughs> Apparently not. Look out! Huh? Up, look out! Have a Sabbath in the air. That's just one song. Uh, there's only eight more to go. (laughs) 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 Come on, come on. Ain't no time to be squeamish. I swear on all my spores. When I'm gone, this world will be yours. Pretty good. You should, if I if I was prepared, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even know. I'm gonna, I yeah, I'm gonna. I watch this movie with girls I date. No, I don't. One of them. What? So what I just said is not exactly what I meant. It's not self-destruction. It's self-construction. Self-construction. <laughs> What's your function? <laughs> Looking up words and phrases and clauses. Because I don't know how to speak, bitch. This isn't what I'm saying. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. That's right. My name's Yauk. That's from Beastie Boys. Are you sure? <clears throat> I'm not sure of anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guess what? Movie not ruined. Movie not ruined. At all. I knew that it's one of my all-time favorite movies. We kind of cheated on this one. The world is in. I felt like it's okay to do a movie we both already knew we liked. And that it was, because I, I hadn't really watched it in a long time. And it's just good, like, this movie holds up like fucking crazy. More so than, I mean, even other movies that I think hold up, this one is like, Jesus, it is exactly what it is. It knows what it is, and it doesn't. I can't believe it hasn't been remade in the modern era with CGI and all that bullshit. Well, like I said earlier, it doesn't need to be. But apparently it is going to be. Chris Evans as Oren Scrivello, Taron Edgerton Edgerton as uh, (laughs) Seymour, and Scarlett Johansson as Audrey, which is... About exactly right to make everyone, it's like we recast this for the 2020s, and it's everyone's sort of similar, but all way better looking than they should be. Right. Right. Every single one. Like, they're not- We can't put a bunch of uggos in movies anymore. We just can't afford to- And they're not, no one was an uggo in this, but it's like, you Uh can't, Steve Martin was- was famous because he was fucking hilarious. Rick Moranis, same thing. And Ellen Green was the original Audrey. You can sing like a motherfucker. Although I will say, Scarlett Johansson can sing. She's got more than one album. She can really sing. Oh, yeah, do you listen to them all the time, Toll, do you? I don't. But one of them is just covering Tom Waits. And this is how, by the way, this is how Scarlett Johansson sings. Hey, I just like to say this plant is pretty weird. <laughs> I was like, what? Scarlet, who knew? 
I had no idea. <clears throat> I'm into it, though. Yeah. Yo, it's it's pretty crazy. He's like, what? Suddenly Seymour <laughs> is standing behind me. Wait, I think it's Grover. He's giving me AIDS. Yes, you say AIDS. <laughs> All right. I was, whew. my God, that took a lot of energy. Thanks, Tom and Scarlett. Good job. Good job, guys. Um. Well, not ruined. Holds up. <laughs> yes, it does. They're not going to remake it because it's too good. Fifty people. They uh, are. They are remaking it. Conjured the uh, dark arts from Satan to make puppets work. <laughs> yes. And it was a great uh, movie. Yeah. Very enjoyable. For real, I'm going to watch it again. Right now. Right Actually, now. No, I'll probably. I'm going to watch. Well. I gotta watch Lovecraft Country. You watching that? You're not. Not yet. It's good. Uh, you watched the Comey Rule? Is that out? Yeah, last weekend. Holy fuck! It's I didn't know that was out. This week. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Shit! I can't believe I didn't know that. I know. No. Did watch you watch it. the first one? Not yet. I have too much shit to watch on Sunday. I'm oh man, yet. that is a lot. I that would be Brendan. too much I to record. Brendan Gleeson yet? He is. He. Uh, the photos of him as Trump, of Brendan Gleeson as Trump, it's like they could that could be him. Come, I mean, uh, what's his nuts? Dan- Jeff Daniels as Comey, not the same, as far as no. looks exactly the same. Close, like a but that shit they did, like and you brought it up uh, on social media bombshell. Not to completely change the subject. But the prosthetics on Bombshell, where they make those women and men look exactly like the people they're supposed to be playing. Where it's like, you don't doubt it. It's not like their face moves any weirder than they already do. And I was like, the dude that plays Bill O'Reilly in that movie, it's somebody, I think, kind of famous. Looks so much like him that you're like... Is that how could that not be Bill O'Reilly? <laughs> and the fact that you know it's Megan Kelly, uh, and not Charlize Theron, is the reason you know. I mean, you can still tell it's them. Yeah, but it's also like the prosthetics are fucking amazing. It's actually not prosthetics. What it is is they learned a, a black magic. From oh Satan. yeah, there were fifty people operating them, and Jim Henson was fucking Grover in the back getting AIDS. Perfect. That's how you explain uh, bombshell. Hey, the movie. hey, where's the monster at the end of this book? Oh no, not again! I thought you were dead. <laughs> oh my god, Grover Fuck. can't catch a break. Yeah, I can't. That's not the best Grover. <laughs> what are you talking about? That was top tier right there. <laughs> yeah. You earn a living with uh-huh. that. Grover. Where's the waiter? There's a fly in my soup and a dick in my ass. <laughs> oh. All right. Pretend. All right. Erase the last part of this podcast. Oh, and we worry. got it. I know you won't. Don't it's worry. Fine. That's why I'm more careful on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're super careful. Mm-hmm. That's what I always say. Total super careful on the podcast. <laughs> That's why everybody wants me on their podcast. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. 
All right. All right. Uh, that movie was a great done. movie. Good movie. Enjoyable. Uh, we'll be getting into October. We'll have to do another. Uh, we'll do a horror movie. Something a few. Else. I hope. I think we should do The Exorcist, probably. Ernest Scared nope. Stupid, no. Have we done any Ernest movies? No. I feel like Alex would hate Ernest Scared Stupid so much that it would be hard to uh <laughs> it would be it would be hard to operate. Yeah. It would be hard to operate. Yeah. Uh I'll quote you and wrong. say you ain't wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I don't like quite have the appreciation of Ernest that people slightly <laughs> yeah. younger than me, yeah. like you guys and my wife, have for Ernest. I, I don't. I don't think that. So you might going, not be in like I watched center. Ernest the Ernest Christmas movie this past Christmas, and it is uh, really bad. It's a real eye. I mean, like it's really <laughs> like it seemed good to me at the time. And then you're like, oh, this is like a straight up. B B minus movie. Oh yeah, it looks like they spent shitload of money. It looks like they spent about forty five hundred dollars making. Yeah, and no one thought it was going to make the money that it made, and they all kept making more money than anybody thought they were going to make. They made like, but they all look like shit. Seven. Ernest Scared Stupid is the best, the most well produced one. Know what I mean, Vern? (laughs) Hey, Vern. Know what I mean? That dude got famous. Man, making commercials, amazing. <laughs> Jim Varney, was, right? Was he making like chicken fried All chicken kinds commercials of, or no, something? No, no. He started. He like was in a commercial, and then locally, I think it was in like Nashville. I don't don't quote me on that. But he kept. They kept just putting him in. They were like, "Oh, this guy made this commercial, and everybody and loved people it. People love this fucking." And guy. they just kept putting him in all kinds of commercials. So like. And he Vern just became, was that's like kind of a character. Like, hey, Vern, he, yeah. the guy he was talking to off camera. Right. Yes. Crazy. Pretty amazing story, actually. Let's see if we can get that. Let's see if we can get that going for you. Come up yeah. with like a couple of phrases, and we'll try and like. Oh yeah, get you I out got one. Cars or something. Uh, hey, <laughs> Jim Henson, stop fucking me, please. <laughs> That'll be my commercial catchphrase. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. It is perfect. Just that easy. It is. I'm going to make it one of these days. I'm a fucking rocket going to the stars. I'll make a supersonic man out of you. (laughs) Said Jim Henson to Grover. (laughs) 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 Grover isn't a man. Come on. Well, he's a monster at the end of my dick. Jim Henson sure made him into one, you know? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? No, don't be gross, Alex. Come on. Jesus Christ. Enough. Whoa. Uh, yeah. We really, I really, we, I say we, I don't know. I can really take a negative turn at the end of some of these podcasts. Ah, this is good. This is a good this one. Good. We, we hadn't gone, it. we liked it too much. It had to be negative somewhere. Well, we'll have to do a real dog turd next then. Yeah, that's absolutely true. That's fine. Something we can really both dig into and hate. And if we're going to do a horror movie, uh, the Prince of Darkness. Have we done that? Prince That's a good of one. Darkness. It's a Wes Craven, I do believe, or maybe it's John Carpenter. I think it's Wes Craven. It's a movie about the it devil. Sounds familiar. <coughs> it really scared me when I was a kid, but I guarantee it's bad. 
it's like students studying how to study the devil. Sounds and it scared the fuck out of me. The Prince of Darkness. Prince yes. of Darkness. Wes Craven. Wes Craven. Right. Yeah, I remember the that uh, poster or VHS cover art. Hmm. Hey, will you research that? team finds a mysterious cylinder in a deserted church? If opened, it could mean the end of the world. Oh boy. When the priest in an abandoned church in L.A. dies, Father Loomis finds a <laughs> diary and a key. It opens the door of the basement. Kitty, shut up. We're podcasting. Liquid. Well, that sounds pretty ridiculous. It is. I think it would be good. Pumpkinhead also. We've never done that. It's very short. It's also it's pretty good, but also pretty bad. It's, it's the best of both worlds. Pumpkinhead. Directed by Stan Winston, makeup master. Oh, Stan Winston. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And I own that. Is that on the And we've never done it. That's downstairs still, oh, probably. Shit. I never watch it. 1988's Pumpkinhead. It's really, there's a Misfits song I about it. I probably didn't see it. It probably would have been too much for me. This is one I've talked to you about several times. I know. Starring Lance Henriksen. <laughs> Correct. Oh, yeah. Pumpkinhead. Oh, Ed Harley. Ed Harley. There's a crazy witch. Yeah, yeah. It's good and also bad. Sounds like it. No. It's got Jeff East in it also. Oh. Joel Hoffman, Cynthia Bain. Oh, man, it's a star-studded event. Brian Bremer, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking star-studded who's who. <laughs> Well, Dick you know, War- you it's, know- got, it's got Dick Warlock in it. Oh, Dick Warlock. Hell yeah. Man, you knew it was going to be star-studded as soon as you found out it was a Lance Henriksen vehicle. Oh, you know? and it also has Mayim Balak in it. What? As a, ver- as a child. Blossom. Yeah. Hilarious. Take hey, Daddy. Blossom. Yeah. Pumpkin. It's a great Misfit song. Post uh, Michael Graves, not uh, the... Not uh, Danzig, Michael Graves, the guy that came after Danzig. It's a good, hmm. good, good misfit song. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we've uh, we're wearing ourselves out, just yeah. continuing to speak. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, this little is shop of horrors. Go watch it. Uh, it's on uh, HBO A plus right plus now. for me. Great movie, love it can do no wrong rick moranis well done hey what's your name my name is alex carter i'm tom mcgrain what's the name of this podcast uh this has Ooh. been let's ruin our child let's ruin our child which i really did a great job of at the end there so uh nice keep on listening keep on keeping on the end bye the end bye better wait a minute uh you better hey. hold the phone Better mind your manners. Better change your tone. Don't you threaten me, son. You got a lot of gold. We're going to do things my way. Oh, we won't do things at all. You in trouble now.
messing with. Uh, you got no idea. <laughs> you don't know what you're looking at when you're looking here. You don't know what you're up against. No, no way, no how. You don't know what you're messing with. But I'm gonna tell you, no, no,
Ha 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 